Welcome to the 12 Days of Podcasts. We are on day two. This series of 12 perfect episodes is brought to you by the good people at Def Jam. Tomorrow, December 15th, Jeezy will be dropping his new album, Pressure. And everybody is on it, but Jeezy's got a song with J. Cole and Kendrick that is bananas. The flow Cole comes in with is crazy. And that's even before Jeezy says, my president was black, now my president is whack, which facts Facts, facts, facts. You cannot ban the snowman, but you can buy the album at jeezyshop.com. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Day number two of the 12 Days of Podcast. Can you believe we made it this far? You know what? I can't. But a we're here. A prayer, yeah. And we have 10 more to go. Can we make it? Honestly, okay, so here's the thing. We have a few scheduled. We have a few done. Yeah. We might not make it. We're going to try. The plan is hopefully, <laughs> yeah, hopefully we will get to December 24th. The plan is 12 episodes in a row. We're two in. Pray for us, guys. Yeah, like we really should think about these like earlier well, instead of just coming you know what? up with it in the beginning of you know December. What? This will be a Christmas miracle if we make it through, but thank you guys for rocking with us. Jeff, last night we went to a Reebok event. It is a new sort of campaign that they're doing called 3AM, and this event that they did with Foot Locker was with Cameron and Gucci Ghost. Yes. And it was super dope, especially because Clark Kent was there spinning and Cam was performing. And the funniest part to me was that it's packed with everybody in this small space and Cam comes out to perform on this balcony and we all look and Cam is up there performing and he performs half of like one song and then leaves and we're like okay cool now meanwhile the security team has come by to the right of us and pushed us the hell out of the way behind these velvet ropes at that point I was just like all right who knows what they're doing and then like a magician Cam shows up right next to and it's like by the way, you know, we're we're fans of Cam. Yeah. We're friendly with Cam. Yes. It is so embarrassing to be <laughs> front row at the at the it's pop be- up Cameron. Beyond embarrassing show. then to get a text message from Bun B yeah. saying, Ooh, front row at the Reebok event. I was like, what is this? Is like <laughs> a shot? Yeah. Trying to like embarrass me even more. Like oh. it, uh, anyway. <laughs> This isn't like a humble brag. This is honestly... You're, no, you're... we did not want to be front row. We would no. have been fine like in the back of the room. We thought we were in the back of the room, but all of a sudden, he just showed up. You and... just look like a couple of birds like front <laughs> row, and it's like, do, am I am I pressured into filming Yo, because this... everybody else is? Yes. The answer is yes. Also, did I look away from Cameron the entire time after he dapped us up? Yes. Yeah. I was like, do not make eye contact. Do not rap lyrics. I hate rapping lyrics at the artist. Don't look like a bird. <laughs> yeah. Don't look like a thought. Like, you, you can not not look like a thought and by the way there's a million people in there and everyone's like you know pushing you in every direction i'm just like looking at the ceiling i'm trying to like look at cam sneakers just anywhere else anyway (laughs) it was a fun event thanks to frank the butcher for inviting us it it actually was a really awesome event the shoes are super dope yes and we had a great time at the event guys this is the second episode of the 12 days of podcast today on the podcast we have so many people in our apartment seven count them seven we have naomi zeichner we have phil chang we have rembert brown we have scotty beam we have jinx jenkins and us yeah it's it's almost as many people as like when the migos were here (laughs) and we talk about everything in 2017 Jeff came up with the categories this year, and there's a lot of fun ones. Yeah. And it's a dope conversation. I hope you guys make it through the whole thing. It's a long episode, but there's a lot of stuff to cover. 
Jeff, when do you want to get into it? I just want to explain one thing before we get into <laughs> it. Even though I came up with the categories, I wish that I put more thought into my actual responses. Your answers? Yeah. I feel like I... we did this last year, too, where you were like, I don't know. Well, no. Last year, I was terrible. This year, <laughs> I feel like I was you know, on point, but I'm just saying, yeah, I put in the, the thoughts for the categories, but it's not like I was like, oh, you want to know what? I have an automatic answer for these. Okay. So, no one should listen to what you say with any level of seriousness. Nobody ever does. <laughs> So what is the difference? All right. Well, now we got two hours of it. Jeff, when do you want to get into it? Right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Throwing Shots, a.k.a. Cocktail. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Walk of Shame, a.k.a. Bone Voyage. Yeah, and this is a waste of time with this the real. Jeff, this is the second annual year-end wrap-up. Two years strong. We did it. We have a different lineup this year, different categories this year, different snacks around the room. There's so many snacks. Before we get into the entirety of the year 2017, I want to make mention that we're recording this at the top of December. Yeah. So anyone who complains that we didn't include the surprise Young Thug and Slim Thug and Bone Thug's collaboration album that's dropping as a surprise strictly on Etsy.com on December 30th as best collaboration, please forgive us. Yes. Everyone in this apartment tonight, you'll remember them from their own solo episodes of A Waste of Time with It's The Real. All are amazing students, devotees, and obsessives of music, and most importantly, Jeff, are our real-life friends. To my left, Rember Brown, who you loved at Grantland and New York Magazine. To his left, Naomi Zeichner, who you loved at Fader and YouTube. To her left, Brandon Jinx Jenkins, who you loved at Complex News and Pigeons and Planes. Across from me, Phil Chang, whose work you loved most recently on that Calvin Klein campaign, which featured Solange Knowles and Dev Hines and the entire ASAP mob and more. To my right, Diani Scott, a.k.a. Scotty Beam, who you loved at Hot 97, Revolt, Scotty Feedback, and now every weekday afternoon on Satori Radio. And to Diani's right, that is Jeff. That's me. Who has a rundown of this year's categories. You also loved me <laughs> on several of our episodes. <laughs> yes, we will be doing the Artist of the Year, Adlib of the Year, Best Interview of the Year, Favorite Rap Album, Favorite R&B Album, Worst Hook, Favorite Verse, Best Social Media Account, Artist or Otherwise, Best New Artist, Biggest Year for a Non-Artist, Brand, Service, and Executive, Someone or Something You View as Having a Surprisingly Good Year, The Biggest Fall-Off, and Our Dream Collaborations for 2018. And let's get into it now. Starting with? Starting with the Artist of the Year. All right. I just really am not prepared. In no way. You have to talk into the microphone, Phil. I'm not prepared. (laughs) Did you guys make all the bowls and... No, so our our mom <laughs> our, our mom used to live this down. This is just talking about it. Yeah, that's fine. Just talk curious. Our mom used to live down in North Carolina and uh, collects a lot of pottery, and she is nice enough to give those pieces to us. I actually, like, so my, someone did make them. My pottery game's up there, so yeah. I just I saw it, I recognize it. I you appreciate to, it. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> my favorite artist is ceramics. <laughs> Something like. Next question, Jeff. So this artist can be either a rapper, a singer, a anything anything in music all right and just so everybody knows when we had diani up here for her solo podcast most recently mm. did you say that you won last year's i did win okay you won yeah, i mean on all oh is this a competition, Why is it a competition? <laughs> no it's not a competition, it's not a competition I freeze. but i feel like everything i named mm-hmm. was good 
Everything oh, was. Oh, okay. It's just everything personal preference. Was, was, right. Everything <laughs> was factual. If it's, if it's a competition, I'll, it's like a I'm ready to lie. <laughs> it's like a Montessori no. school. No, no, no. But this Everyone's time, you said this one is based on like favorites. Like we can it is. do favorites. We're, not, we're trying not to say like best or worst, then right? Why did you send best Who, to who us? was your pick last year? I forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot. I have to listen to it they again. Thrived, but Huge year. <laughs> but Huge it was year. it was big. It was big. Whatever I said. Yeah. It was big. So who is your who is your favorite artist of 2017? That's hard. That one it was a very hard one. I can't really pick. I'm gonna say my favorite artist is gonna be the, probably the same person with the biggest year, which is Cardi B, mm. and she's gonna be my favorite. Um, between that, I mean, I would put. I'd say Kendrick Lamar. I would say Kendrick Lamar. Safe. I'm gonna say Kendrick Lamar. Safe. That's safe, right? Yeah, Cardi. Go with Cardi. I'm gonna go with Cardi. You should say Cardi. I'm gonna yeah. go with Cardi. Cardi yeah. had a great year. Cardi I mean, had, she had the biggest year. She did period. have the biggest year. Um, she hasn't disappointed me yet with a bad. Can we not verse. jump ahead with questions? <laughs> I get like really <laughs> with a bad verse. I, I and um, <laughs> yeah, all around. I mean, what is it? Her 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 single is triple platinum now. Triple. Sure. Triple. Yes. I think. It was, I don't know, it was like March or January or something very early in this year where there was like a Amigos promotional party and Cardi B met Offset and it was like, oh, that's so cute that Offset would, you know, like that Cardi B got to meet Offset oh. and you think about the time that's passed and you just think about yes, it. Yes, and she got engaged. It was engaged. really two acts this year and one was sort of Car- Cardi B in preparation and one was Cardi B in domination. Yeah, yep. yeah for so, sure. Wow. Uh, mm. I also think I think last year on this podcast we talked about Uzi being like best new artist or mm-hmm. like you know most promising and I would actually I think maybe Uzi is my favorite thing this year of this year yeah. jumping off of that like platform and taking over streaming and I mean I, I think like that's I, I think that's the best single Exo Tour Life is the best song um Great hook. Or one one of among them. Yeah. Uh, lots of good songs this year, but that that one's pretty. Name pretty every good song this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> Is that how we're going though? Like best single equals best artist? No, 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 I, no not I, at all. No, we're just having a no conversation, rules. Phil. Is just yeah, no first. Rules. I didn't realize I, I it was a competition, if we're, if and we're then now. No, I mean I'm a, best I'm singles. scared over here. What? But like, what feels distinctive to this year? Because like, agreed, like like Kendrick and Jay put out incredible albums. Like you know, those are all like and. Yeah, but I think I think Uzi had a had a year that will be among his best years. This might yeah. be the obvious choice, but I feel like Jay Z is the artist of the year. Like here's somebody who could have been written off after all of his mistakes with Beyonce, but instead bounces back and is so honest and revealing and it's so unexpected for somebody who's not just such a huge artist, but also someone of his age. And this album not only fit into the larger conversation, but led that conversation. Like, he's talking about race, and he's talking about sexuality, and he's talking about all these things. And it translated into his interviews with Elliot at Rap Radar and the New York Times. And, I mean, talk about an unexpected choice. Like, Jay-Z is Artist of the Year. Does, does nobody agree with me? No. I think I'd like you to talk for year, But I think all of those things, I would say, are... Um, and like no shots to Jay because he is his own artist and an incredible person who's made so, so many contributions to culture. But I feel like a lot of those things that you just mentioned are like straight out of the Parkwood strategy book. For and sure. so if we're talking about like, so is the Beyonce is the best artist of the year. Mm. And, and yes, and that I will that's co-sign. The <laughs> that's the answer Beyonce's right the best there. Artist of <laughs> that makes the most sense. Well, yeah, I, I completely like I was thinking Jay because I think Jay was like the most like made the most interesting moves all year and I also never expected to really care about Jay anymore. Yeah. So the fact that I like genuinely care about him makes 
like that is one of the standout things for my 2017. But it's like he just got like the greatest alley oop from Beyonce, like from <laughs> yeah. and and that entire just like another good year for Parkwood. Like, <laughs> my- what do you think is engineering all that? Like Tina rollout between Lemonade, 444. I, I don't think anyone is. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah, know. Uh, he's in there, but I think it's actually like hella people in that kitchen and it's the it's the grace of god that is tying them all together it's lawyers <laughs> mine is um like we're talking about jay and like what we didn't expect mine is kendrick because we did expect we were like like when jay dropped i was like just make a couple bangers right like just don't 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 fuck this up right <laughs> and then he dropped an album that i didn't expect from him and it was amazing but i had high expectations for kendrick and i didn't really know what he was going to offer and then when I heard the album, I was pleasantly surprised that it wasn't like it was palatable. It was like enjoyable. And he jumped into a lot of different lanes that I didn't think he could. Sometimes when you go super serious or super, these cookies are amazing. Super straightforward. <laughs> I'm telling you. They are. I'm, I'm like Everyone's savoring sleeping. them. You know, it's like. Luminos. Um, <laughs> vanilla. You know, you can get in a lane where you can't really move around. And he was able to like push the walls out and still like get some moves off. And he had a really, really good year, like commercially, critically. In a year that he needed to, you know, and in a climate that he didn't do the old shit, did something different. Totally. Yeah. It's, yeah. For me, it's Kendrick. Phil? Uh, the reason I brought up the single thing was because I was just like, when I when you sent me the question, I was like, or when you sent me the question, I was like. Yeah, we're different people. <laughs> Who put out a body of work, like in a time where no one seems to really give a shit about that anymore? Um, and for me, I don't know, like. This is like, and I also forgot that it was this pod, so my answer is St. Vincent. Okay. <laughs> Let's um, go. Yes. Shouts, to, shouts to Wesleyan or some shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. She, like, if you go see her live and fucking, uh, or just listen to the record, it's like weird. Like, people who make albums that you can listen to from top to bottom now. It's like, and Kendrick definitely did that. Jay definitely did that, I felt. But. I don't know, for some reason she dropped that album and, you know, had like a really New York video that came along with like the lead single. That shit just spoke to me. I have I have two. I want to say, obviously, Cardi B because, you know, full body of work or not, she was on the cover of every magazine. She ran the conversation. She was dynamic and proved so many people wrong and beat out Taylor Swift and like she had she got engaged like she had the best year ever right and everyone was rooting for her which is so dope the other person that I thought of for best artist of the year and he's not even an artist anymore so he says is Joe Budden like I think like he's what a had year. I think he's had an amazing year yeah interesting and, and we, we and took the we took the train for you and I know <laughs> we got snacks he's the he's the centerpiece we came so far he's the centerpiece of conversation no one can every stop talking day. about him every I'll be day billing you yeah. for it's those so snacks. crazy my friends don't talk about Joe Budden you know how much I Who? love being really? home. I Yachty love your friends does. on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> home is my favorite place, and I came all the way up here for <laughs> for this. I also had a runner-up. Who was? I had uh, Frank Ocean just because he didn't drop. I mean, he dropped like singles this year, but again, he's someone else that expanded his palette. Like he dropped that whole body of work, and we don't see him. And then it's very contained, and we all right, fucking blonde all the way through. Then he drops songs that are like rap songs, pop songs, songs that you can dance to, party to. And he went, all he did was do a tour, do a couple magazine spreads, and he still dominated every time because, like, the same thing with Jay, same thing with Kendrick, Beyonce. Cardi's the total opposite, but it's like Saint these people, yeah, these people you don't see, and whatever they give us, we're super thankful for because yeah. they don't give a shit. 
and, and Frank doesn't give a shit. Frank's live set was like actually like actually crazy. innovative. Yeah, like that's actually the one I was tight. I and it's super hard to do anything at a festival that like people is care. engaging the, the, to watch and in, like also engaging to watch on the internet. At, you the know, Brad like, Pitt Spike Jones thing was this year, right? Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. There was a point it's where amazing. I didn't know to look at the screen or him because the screen was look that good. And then like meanwhile, Spike Jones is running around the stage <laughs> and Frank sounds better than he does on the record, which we were all nervous about. Yeah. He, and to, if you can stretch the life of a record today, that's huge. Hell that yeah. record dropped a year ago before he even went on, took it on tour and he nailed it. Um, most I, people get like weeks or a couple months out of a mm. record. By the you way, know. I thought that Jay got me to do the impossible by signing up for Title, but like <laughs> Frank got his fans, his supporters to buy vinyl and magazines and you know whoever thought that would happen. I went so. broke for Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Title, I have a Title speech forthcoming. Oh, right now? Later. Okay. <laughs> Is that what you wrote on the receipt? Yeah. Rem Rem has a receipt, a literal receipt, yeah, sitting on top of a cardboard box. <laughs> That he keeps referring to, <laughs> as if there's more written on there no, than there two is. sentences. And I also want to say with Cardi B, too, you know, Love & Hip Hop is the biggest black hole of washed ever. Once you enter Love & Hip Hop, you will never yeah. get a chance to be as successful ever again. And then you look no at Joe hear. Budden <laughs> and you see well, it success. <laughs> or is it the great come up? It's changing. But, it's, it's, but at least Joe Budden had a body of work. You know right. what I'm saying? Before all that and stuff like that, people knew that he could rap and that he was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. And um, good beard. He had a great beard <laughs> and great vests. Yes, and, and you know, and opinions. Yeah. But yeah. um, Cardi B just starting out. She didn't even have her teeth fixed yet. Yeah. And she was definitely on Instagram talking reckless. I loved it. Where you can have you could have gone totally out their way. Like there could have been it could have been gone finished by her done game over. It was a wrap because once I heard that she was on Love and Hip Hop, I was like, ah, well, <laughs> yeah. it was good while it lasted. Or this is the highest you'll go. Right, yeah. right. And then when she did that, and she was, you know, she surpassed Jocelyn Hernandez, and I was like, damn, <laughs> like she's out here, and that's why I just put her on there because I don't even think she had an idea of how far she can go, especially being from where she's from. Mm. So that's why I think that she would be the best artist for me because, you know, she she really is a testament for like believing in yourself mm -hmm. and wow. also like when shit pops up seizing it and then navigating it she went from a ho don't get cold to Fact. grammy knob yeah. Like, yeah that's my i wish i had a month that good you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, like that's insane and i want to i just like want to pause and talk about how amazing that single actually is like it's not just that we're all rooting for cardi b it's not just that she's the funniest person ever and that she's cinderella and that we all want her to win because like all of those things are true and she will continue to win but like that song has lyrics that Oh, it makes you want to hit Pe people. But like people people like people know that song word for word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All different kinds of people. Yeah. Song has a profound message. It's like about like freedom and and feminism. And empowerment, and, yeah. Yeah. And um yeah, like ec economic freedom and independence. Like um like it means something that people get excited about that and I think they'll get excited about it for years and like I am yeah I'm very thankful that that belongs to her and that she she gets to continue to give back I, to I, us. I, I remember the first time I heard it out and it was like that moment where like a party full of guys like went on the outside of the circle and just like 50 women Rest were just doing every single lyric and I was like oh but they got <laughs> this is this is incredible but like, they got to have the excitement that the like the like Adidas track pant kids feel about yeah. like when they hear Travis Scott. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I also realized too, like parties need that dynamic where it's like you can't I hate like when you play records and it's like the dudes in the circle and the girls are on the fringes and this is like cause dudes do whatever girls do. They'll be like, All right, like 
if my thing is always like if a do woman they? comes up to, I mean <laughs> no like like but now but now we know that they do right because Have we never chip. got to test it like in right. modern history like well it's been a long history, time like, since yeah, Nicki Minaj years. you know what I'm saying Nicki Minaj yeah. when she was actually like like when that monster verse came on right. everybody right mm-hmm. right exactly yeah. That's what I'm yeah. well, it's also like you know women are 50% of people so if women aren't fucking Fact. with your record your audience is profoundly it's smaller done. facts yeah. Right. um yeah, and, and later on, I'm going to get into a lot of people whose um, work went into making that single and that this project and this this huge Cardi B wave um, what it is. But I do want to shout out Naomi because when we went to uh, PS1 and saw her out there uh, and she performed with Ferg and a bunch of other people, she destroyed that place. And that place felt like some sort of energy that I hadn't felt in a long time. So that was a great booking by you and a great like day for everybody. The the week that Bodak Yellow came out, she also played on a boat with uh like this New York crew the Brujas. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that people need to remember. Like that's how far that single went, like from like a bunch of kind of like punk cool kids that Cardi knows are cool and knows are worth her time. Like to the entire world like I you know and, and and like that's the year Cardi had that she showed up for anybody that she believed in and 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 that's why people want to give that back to her four different clients I pitched her to in something like March or April and every single meeting who the fuck is this we don't really like who she has name the brands then, <laughs> <laughs> air them out you know, literally you're just watching this thing happen like over the span of weeks and you know just relatively few months where what new york mag cover then all the nominations start coming in rolling stone yeah yeah and it's just like i don't know it's i'm really i'm really interested to hear like from casting directors like from march like when we were talking about it like what the increase in 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 the billings in in the price is now uh, just in like the span of like half a year. The oral history of people that passed from Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah, lot. I know a bunch. Like, yeah. This is literally like it's like two, three months, like everybody. Mm. I also think just like in the year that was 2017, it was nice to root for someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was just so much fun. Like every like because in her like on her Instagram, and on Twitter, like like there's so much like f- like performance art like that happens. Like to watch someone like genuinely be excited by the direction that her life is going in every day, like it was—it's just—it was like the most contagious. It's wild thing she got, to see ha- play out this year, like by by like, by a landslide. It's Bodak Yellow and Motorsport, right? That's like that's basically what it is right now. Her catalog? It, no, like I know, like there's a, but like this year. Yeah, G Easy. Yeah, the G Easy song record. I think is bigger. Even the oh. Juicy J shit is picking up now. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Yeah, you might want to talk to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot. Guess who's not winning this year? Right. No, I said um, No Limit mm-hmm. um, with Jeezy, which is like really for me, Cardi B song. And um, mm-hmm. then you have Juicy J joint. I don't know the name of the song. Uh, Kama Sutra. Kama Sutra. Yeah. Um, it's also like those. But it feels like she like lived a life this year. Even oh if it God. didn't pick up, those are like a couple songs. Like artists, we give them so many takes to get it right. If you drop so many songs, then you get another hit. Then you get another hit. If she has one more before the year's out, or one in early winter or spring, it's and people make whole careers off one song, right? Like it's crazy. You can you're just around. Mm-hmm. She stretched it, and like as we see her, there's nothing to dislike about her. Like like you said, it's fun to root for her. Yeah. And it's not like we're rooting for this one dude. We're rooting for this one woman. So everybody's in. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the most fun record to play. Like if as a DJ, you get to sit and watch. Like you want people to act chaotic for a little bit. That's a chaotic and like 
grinds and like people acting up and like people arguing with the bar like everyone yeah. thrives to it yeah it's it's a, such a great record um next category ad lib of the year <laughs> oh i know this this is, this is just ooh by everybody like, it is it's i mean like uzi cardi uh lil pump um, made in tokyo yeah made in tokyo a has gone on to be the point of like all the older guys say a. like right. drake has a raps kendrick has a raps Ooh is the new the new shit. Oh, oh. Okay. Ooh is the new A O. Yeah. Ooh is the new A. Ooh. How's that for a, a statement of fact? Yeah. yeah. Uh. I'm gonna go with I agree. Michael Dappa. Oh, just, oh, oh, I'm just like yeah. <laughs> the sound of O. Oh. Yeah. Michael Dappa, by the way, is the person in the world who is as likable as Cardi B. Yes. Oh, for sure. Good guy. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I would say uh, that entire verse, <laughs> or maybe I that or bad and bougie. Wait, is that um, man's not hot, dude? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was thoroughly. Yeah. Okay, you got me. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thoroughly confused. I was confused until more people started co-signing. I just fell back like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Yep. Michael Dapper. Yup. Yup. Big shot. But what what on bad and bougie though? Uh, Lil Uzi's entire verse. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's my least favorite moment of. 2017. What me saying? Bad first. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Bad and this year? I think I think that's a 2016 moment, but culture did drop in 2017. Yes. Yeah. But like, but uh, Bad and I can't yeah. remember. My before. my ad lib is um, all of the ad libs from from T shirt, mm. namely wow. when. Takeoff says no one. <laughs> when they ask him who can stop him, and he says no one. <laughs> it is so calm. It, like, it, like it's like it's, it's, he's not expressing an opinion. It's just a fact. They're like name someone who can stop. He was le- he like, was leaving the no studio. <laughs> Every time I hear that, like uh, I, like an angel gets his wings, and I, I'm like so empowered. He was it's leaving like, the studio. No, like who can stop me? No one. <laughs> there's a it's the greatest thing. There's a quality control QC. Posse album coming out tomorrow, yes. tonight, yes. but uh, something like that. And I, you know, just I just fall asleep praying for takeoff solo tracks mm. all the time. Who great, they, great year, Coach K. Talking to about takeoff. Um, someone was just talking about having a song with takeoff. I can't remember. It happened today. <laughs> no, I'm like telling you, I, that's happening. Takeoff is takeoff is going to. We actually so that, that pictures and plays. We did the breakdown of like how the percentages. Quavo has the biggest market share of like yeah. songs and uh, prestige and all that shit. And then it's um, uh, Offset, but Takeoff has to have 2018 just to. It's good business for them. Sure. And he's a really strong lyricist, and I think yes. people don't see his personality, yes. but like. This is the year for him. Well, I all- hate seeing them pop up and it's like they're on Atlanta and then Quavo's the only one with lines or like Quavo's the only one doing like features or collab albums. But they, they do they do pass the rock around like it's not like takeoffs Michelle Williams. No, you know, uh, like, no, no. Initially they 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 were fuck. really fair about it, but, Sorry. <laughs> but but when they passed Rock to Quavo, he took it really far. Offset took it almost as high. I think yeah. when they were passing the rock equally, they just weren't as celebrated as a group. Now they're in the limelight. So this year's I just be think off. they they all have their own independent complementary value and oh, always yeah. have. Yeah. And and that yeah, but I think I And think, we choose to celebrate what we want at different times. I just want I just want it all from all of them. I yeah. think you know Offset's probably the best songwriter in that like not lyrics writer but straight up songwriter in that yeah. group though. Like I mean, without warning, it's amazing. Rap. It's I so crazy because when, when they popped up, I was like, okay, this is cool. And to see them, like, they're a substantial part of rap in a way that's like they have clones now and, like, like 
they're here to stay. Like yep. the clones are about to have clones. Like yeah, yeah. Like, we're like multi. Their clones are like grandpas in this game right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is wild. Yo, really I, on last on last year's podcast, I said I was like most disappointed by them in 2016. I thought like that they didn't like fully deliver, and this year they completely just turned everything that I argued upside down. What changed? They were coming to they press. They put out great product. They were coming to sober. Yeah. Culture is a thing. Yo, shout out to Raina Bass for yeah, really conceiving a really incredible album campaign. I think I think actually like there was there was a packaging moment that uh, in addition to those singles which are undeniable, yeah. like ele- elevated the product in them. It was a great music art. videos. The video when they're in um, when I think they're in Nigeria yeah. like for um uh, call casting call casting like I just like I mean the t-shirt like video. I mean like, t-shirt yeah. th- that's t-shirt literally is like, a movie. I'm like are these yeah. motherfuckers yeah. in Aspen right now like <laughs> Christopher Nolan directed Yeah I was like, like yeah, this yeah. looks like like is that a bow and arrow like yeah. oh my like I just I'm obsessed with You know what was cool they took themselves seriously and that's like what you want out of artists cuz like we see them in various stages right they come to press and like they're like kind of in it kind of not in it they were super present like you know they were and they did everything right, like their album artwork, their their videos, their songs. The like, name of the album, everything like, matters. You yeah, know, everything matters. And they actually checked each box, and they either excelled or filled the box that they weren't before. And that, like, now they're here to stay. For Who sure. produced Call Casting again? Buddha Bless. That shit was crazy. That beat was wild. Mm. It, it's it's like the weirdest, greatest beat. Yeah, <clears throat> it's like they deserve it. Um, Jeff, any other ad libs? Uh, do you do you want me to add? I don't yes, know. Yes, no. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, best interview of the year. Mine is Jay Z on Rap on Rap Radar because yep. it's like I'm sure there's like a lot of other artists out there for sure, but that's a big one. It's a hard get, and mm-hmm. they got it. Clearly, it was self serving in a lot of ways. He's familiar with Elliot. He's, He's familiar with title. title yeah. yeah, yeah, very familiar. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. Off, we always want Jay interviews, and then gets to the point where like, well, what is he going to tell us? And after an album that told us so much about himself, his personal life, that was the interview we needed. It was two hours. Mm-hmm. He was likable without pandering, and like, the only we're, when's the next time we're going to get a Jay Z interview? That's real. Because even the the, the uh, what was it the Times New York Times New yeah. York Times that had a lot of the things that if you watched Rap Radar it, mm-hmm. it echoed it, and the Times is for a different audience like his right. yeah like an audience that doesn't know the the titles of Jay Z songs <laughs> yeah you know but I think he I think he held it down and it's like what we want he could have we've seen him give not as good at whack we've seen him give whack interviews before mm-hmm. that right. was a good one and like it was maybe the biggest this year maybe yeah. RT, everything that Jinx just said. Shout That's- out to them rolling out that interview for like six months. So. <laughs> oh. I was like, are we, oh, is this the same Jay Z interview? Okay. <laughs> We're up cool. to something. Just, just making sure. <laughs> like that video, that interview had a, a lifespan of 2017. This year is about content. <laughs> and they asked but good it was questions. Good. They asked really good, good questions, yeah. I thought. Naomi. I mean, they've been waiting their whole life for that moment. I mean, but you can fuck it up too. Elliot, you know? not whole yeah. life. I mean, no, Elliot but- Wilson literally asked. All the time for Jay Z, all the time, all the time. Except for Drake, between Drake and Jay Z, that man always, yeah, very persistent about having Jay Z on the show. So I'm just happy that you know both of them are very either researchers. They they love doing their research on the culture. So the questions that they asked were really really good, and they've been waiting for this moment for a minute. So these questions weren't just you know didn't pop up last night. It came out throughout their whole life. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, because you know B Dot's been a Jay-Z fanatic oh. forever. 
for yep. as long as I've known him. There was stuff that I heard that got cut. Like I had heard through someone else that like he had asked about the ninety two bricks and mm-hmm. it just didn't yeah. fit with that and it didn't make it. I don't know what the answer was said, but like that's just content to drop next year. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. If Jay lets him. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just gonna give my obligatory speech about how like journalism is endangered and <laughs> oh, you know like i i think i think everybody here is reacting to that jay-z interview because it's real like he he really committed i mean it's it's real it's it's the real interview he gave to the company that he owns right so mm-hmm. like there's yeah like that but which sort of proves my point to some extent but people appreciated that, that was an authentic revealing thorough conversation i think you know um at the top of my year i was like you know harassing atlantic records about the fact that like you know uzi who who i'm sitting here and saying is my favorite artist of the year Mm -hmm. you know like committed to doing cover story of the fader and then basically basically didn't give us an interview Mm -hmm. um you know and it's like a difficult thing and i think i think a lot of people are giving interviews but they're very they feel like advertising they feel like you know and and yeah and i think that's that's like all of that is fine like i'm here for like you know um corporations making content labels trying to make their own content everybody's trying to tell stories but you know when a story is not not interesting it's not interesting like cardi b was on the cover of every magazine like tell me which was your favorite one you know the best one was fader when she talks about keeping the razors in her ass crack that was the best <laughs> Cardi B yes. moment but i'm just saying like you know there those moments are are rare and so i and i'd like just shout out to any artist who who makes themselves vulnerable and i think you know like it it takes time i think there's a very compelling reason why a lot of young people don't do it and you know i don't i don't personally blame them or something but um i do think music stories matter i think artist stories matter and i think somebody like jay-z who has lived a long life and grown up i i I respect him for making himself available in that way setting a tone you know for other artists that want to aspire to be and there's a lot of guys that are super exciting that are like close to him that like, like when was the last time we heard a Drake interview that really mattered? Because he's not, he's not, he's not participating. He's not playing ball anymore. You know, right, pardon. Or like, <laughs> or or if that's the case, do a Frank and don't talk to anybody. You know what I mean? But like, you're doing interviews with like the brand that you're associated with, and like that's what Jay did. That's cool. But then you're not really saying anything. Right. Or like you're like, it's performative. It's not val. It's not valid or valuable. And it sucks. It makes our jobs harder. But also like, then the audience doesn't care. You know. And it, they just want PR, a lot of them. And the guy that big doing something that revealing is sick. Mm-hmm. Speaking of genuine and vulnerable and Cardi, Tim Westwood, Cardi B, huge interview. I did not see that. The oh, one where he talks it's about... It's weird. When he, like, <laughs> reveals way too much about himself <laughs> and rapey. how much he knows yeah. about... Like uh, rapey? All. all right. How Hard much he knows about wigs? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but, he drives <laughs> lace fronts on her and stuff? Um... Hard pass for the boy then. Yeah, not creepy. good. Not good. <laughs> I just want to take a second. Um, I don't know if we're not supposed to be like patting each other on the back or whatever, but I think that Jeff and I pulled off uh, a remarkable feat in bringing basically everybody but Jay Z together uh, and selling out Highline Ballroom oh. for our Rockefeller um, interview. Which, by the way, that was this year. That was this that year. Was this year. <laughs> that was this summer. And uh, and yeah, like talk about like you know putting together something that was just like not done in a very long time and also or if if ever and getting people to tell stories that they've never told before in a new and interesting way as live theater for everyone that is what we did and if anyone wants to listen to that they can go back and check out that on this podcast what did yeah. jinx and naomi just say about pring yourself um, that we have to do it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. what i think is, yeah, what I think is crazy about that is like it's pro it's like when you start to work on products at a certain point, it's not even like the actual interview. It's also like the managing 
editor part of that, like how you guys got everybody together and then got them to commit. Because you got some people who hadn't seen each other, right? Yeah. And then you got people that who are aloof and people who have, or the opposite side, the people who have really tight schedules. I can't imagine, like... It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. And, and again, like, we Almost had a lot didn't of... didn't happen. We had a lot of friends who were like, hey, you should do it this way, you should like, do it this way. Moment. Yeah, like, Phil was there. Like, about 15 minutes before we were supposed to be on stage... NYPD was like, yeah, no, yeah. So like, it almost like just did not happen. Yeah, we we literally snuck Jim Jones into the venue and made that happen. But it was a it was a crazy thing. But I think that, um, you know, I I think we did something different, and I'm totally in favor of people pushing the limits and doing different types of interviews in different types of venues that can ultimately matter and last forever you know yeah and artists turn off when they think the content's not going to be good and For so sure. to say something positive actually i thought of something positive to say which is that i think um geniuses franchise verified has been better than ever this year they're mm-hmm. getting stuff really early and artists love doing that because it's not a traditional like talk about yourself thing it's a it's a really um you know the idea that like actually finite structure can really enable creativity and make people good I think is very true and yeah I think that series has been excellent and in general Genius is doing really cool stuff by focusing on one thing which is just like let's only talk about songs I love yeah. the I love the deconstructed series that they do with all the producers because that's like Scratch Magazine like for 2017 yeah. like it's crazy. So, super dope it's super crazy that like it exists and it's like rare but because everyone else has just been doing the headlines or the gossip and then it's a matter of who's going. Who are they going to get to first? Mm-hmm. Like you're racing morning radio, or you're racing who has the means to produce a video the quickest, or who's going to take that snippet out and then put the rest of the interview you don't even care about. Mm-hmm. Like they're focusing on the music, which is like what you used to see in print zines or like somewhere else. And like that shit, it's so in front of your nose that it should be the thing that's oversaturated, and it's not. It's mm. like can it's I, rare. Can I give my uh, annual reminder? Um, about journalism also that uh <clears throat> just like my annual speech um to publicists to like to hit you up no no <laughs> like no like I, I what naomi was talking about it was like there is well I, th- I do think it's good that we a lot of our you know like something like the jay-z interview like it's it was open and honest but just like all like like still very much the subject was kind of in control of the entire product like i think a scary thing for all forms of journalism is like this world where like the the teams and the publicists like refuse to let their people get any type of like critique you know like you only put them it's like that scary world of access journalism where it's like like artists in their camps like almost feel like they're doing you a favor by letting you sit down and speak to them and it's it's just it becomes pr and like you know i think every year it's like it's it's good to find ways to like you want you want to hear from these people so a lot of times you just get whatever you can take yo but it's i mean do you think that's going to shut down even more with shit like uh the john oliver dustin hoffman kind of thing like Publicist feeling like oh shit, like my client's gonna get ambushed no matter what. I mean, I I think I don't know. Like I I don't know, like I don't know what direction it goes. Like I under like I do come from a place where I understand that press is inherently risky. Yeah. Like you like so like I understand that. I also think that there is a line that between like. 
like being critiqued and being like unfairly roasted you know like <laughs> I, I i think like there that there is a world it's just called open honest critiques and i think like the thing that i like the pieces that i've like the, the reason i loved like Ramia on Cardi mm-hmm. is because like I felt like I got to know her more in that piece than anything that was like super super controlled it was like you let this person in yeah it was a stranger like no it wasn't like co-executive produced by you like but that's what you get when you like let someone let the right people in you well, know and, and fundamentally that's also like whether Cardi is a very different artist than most people um like she's somebody who is comfortable with letting in you know whoever to her personal space or whatever you know what i'm saying like um you're not going to get that with name any artist <laughs> Well, and that's that's like real human strength, actually. And just like like whether you're famous or not, whether you're the subject of press or not, like, you know, somebody else who loves you might tell you something about yourself that's more true than something you might say about yourself. And like and and, you know, like when you're an artist and your art is great, actually, like you deserve truth, like you deserve uh, to be honored with with uh, a true and dynamic story. So I yeah. Was the Mary H.K. Choi piece on Rihanna that was under your watch? Yes, that was a that was a Naomi and Mary joint. When, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. <laughs> and when when uh, when Mary had to write sort of around Rihanna, right? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out HK. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's sick with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, what was that conversation like on your end? What me and Mary? No, you and like figuring out Team Rihanna. Yeah, Team Rihanna. Gabe, whoever. Not Gabe. No. It was. I mean, it was shitty because they. They. You know, it's shitty anytime somebody tells you they're gonna do something and don't do it. But you know, uh, like I respect Rihanna very much. And thanks, Gabe. I actually think <laughs> I would say. Uh, you know, I'm. I don't. Why are we like this is this is not about 2017 guys. But um, <laughs> I think on that on that one there was like a lot of strife. But ultimately, when she showed up, you know, there was like a lot of expectations and red tape. But when she showed up uh, and we did a photo shoot, like she was lovely and I've had other situations with artists where everything is cool everybody is homies and then day of people show up and have a tantrum and everything falls apart so I would actually say I would would much rather the Rihanna approach and Mm -hmm. you know I didn't get everything I wanted but in the end I felt you know not disrespected and and I think that's that's important another great interview with HK how she like bodied the Hillsong guy on Vice oh I didn't say I did love that that was awesome You got to check that out. I will. Good seg. That's a great segue into best rap album. Yeah. <laughs> so can we move on from the <laughs> critique portion? Or best rap best church. Rap <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, best rap album. I said Culture by Migos because I'm predictable. <laughs> Diani? Um, um, <clears throat> mine was Damn. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, Damn. I, it flawlessly for me it was flawlessly flawless like i loved everything it opened the door for me with learning about the black male psyche um it really helped me with um with knowing the range of kendrick lamar's talent period um because i always you know i'm a big kendrick fan i mean everybody is but i i didn't think that this was possible. Mm. Like, damn was possible. Damn is my favorite out of everything. I'm not saying it is his best. I'm saying it is the favorite of mine. So I think, you know, it's just, it's vulnerable. And, you know, 
I'm not gonna get all black and shit like that, but I'm just saying, you know, feel, feel to free. See, no, when, <laughs> it's fine. You no, know, but um, to see black men get vulnerable, just like 444, it's an amazing thing to see, and it's something that you don't see enough. So to see that, you know, vulnerability, and you can feel the weight of his just everything that he's going through in this, in the albums, and I loved it about that. I loved I loved that album. What's your most re-listenable track? Fear. Same. Yeah fear yeah i'm i'm the same with the album and same with the song fear was like you know it's crazy it was like super black i went to the uh i went to the national african-american history museum and the album had just dropped so i was there with like my family and then on the ride back i'm playing it my mom's like hey, what the fuck is this and she just hears <laughs> profanity and so she can't handle it but my dad's in the back rocking with it we get to fear and it's the part where he's talking about like being fearful of his parents of his mom being fearful of um mm-hmm. you know losing his life and being fearful mm-hmm. of success i don't really have the the losing my life part but i have like it's just so relatable for me in other aspects and like sonically he did some new shit like some of those sounds don't exist in rap like some of them um i was fortunate enough to like talk to um his a and r brock and he Shout broke down brock. some of the stuff that they did and he's like we played stuff backwards and i'm like what does that mean <laughs> he's like we just thought it was cool yep. you know so like it wasn't it's the right amount of deep and also right amount of like indistinguishable and some of the shit just sounds cool and he's done so much legwork prior that you're looking for depth. And it, even if you can't find it, it still makes you look. And I think artists always, I look for artists sometimes to run into the album or the body work that allows them, that frees them. And when he did to Pimp a Butterfly, I thought it was going to constrain him. I was like, oh, damn, he's on his path. That's how I think as a fan. I'm not the artist. Mm-hmm. And to see him open it up and, like I, again, push the walls out, mm-hmm. he can do whatever he wants next. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you want from albums. I think that way about Frank Ocean's Blonde. I think that way um, Beyonce's run into that like two or three times in her mm-hmm. career. Um, you want that album that lets you do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. This right. was that. And like he got, he looks cooler now. You know what I mean? His raps are like more repeatable. Songs that you shouldn't be rap like shouldn't be in the club or in the club. Mm-hmm. He's got like pop joints that land on the radio. And this it, is after To Pimp a Butterfly. And it also, yeah. it also confirmed Yeah, it confirmed to me how great of a storyteller he, t- storyteller he is. Mm-hmm. Because um, I know he was, I, I know he's good. He's a good storyteller. But this, from track to track to track, I went through at how great his storytelling is. You know what I'm saying? Good Kid, Mad City is a story. It's a book. It's amazing. But this one, you know, I had learned a lot, especially about being a Black Israelite, and um, you know, his um, I had to look more into that and read more because a lot of kids don't know about that a lot of people don't know about black israelites and how he doesn't want to be called black anymore you know what i'm saying it's a color shit like that like his 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 also, lyrics were there's like also things where like to pimp a butterfly there's like a lot of falsities in that shit like it's just it's like factually incorrect right and like people don't care to look into it but like I like how he's just wrong about some shit and it's cool because that's just his like his truth and like his opinion, yeah. yeah and his it's opinion. like he's not with that many eyes you know these sometimes you try to be perfect right you try to make sure everything you say is like correct or it kind of it um it softens your blow sometimes mm. he's willing to step and go hard in this direction even in like the support he offers to people and be like yo I think you're bugging <laughs> but you don't you don't really care and that's not always good, but I think with artists that treats that treats his craft as responsibly as he does, and his person as responsibly as he does, and his art that way, I think he'll be fine. And, and you like, saw you saw him perform live, yeah, yes. mm-hmm. live. I'm, it's his best live show. I've seen I've seen him live a couple of times. I remember early in his career, I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, really, I wasn't like I wasn't it, either. Yeah. 
he, I thought he was amazing live early on. I saw him in small venues. I saw him at SOBs. I wasn't. I. I wasn't. I was a new fan. I was a commercial fan. I wasn't with the fans of Section mm-hmm. Eighty and, and yeah. And overly dedicated. His new his stage, and he's also not trying to do things like he's doing things he's never done, but he's not doing anything out of character either. Like, yo, can someone explain the Kung Fu Kenny shit to me though? That's the thing is like I don't think that through thread is as deep as people think it is. Mm-mm. I think it's, I think it's a whole bunch of dudes that like fucking Rush Hour Two, saying it and they just ran with it. I don't because I remember thinking like, oh, what what's the what's the meaning of this? <laughs> I just think they liked it, I th- and I think that that's fair. Like art, it doesn't have to be that well thought out and that connected especially in today's where we're all just putting 20 ideas together and going anyway mm. I think he just thought that shit was cool they were like Kung Fu Kenny it made sense it's a Compton story according to the movie and they ran with it like it's real which mm-hmm. is kind of relatable like I feel like we often try to like go super binary with our artists where it's like you're either like a carefree fun person or like the always deep person and it's like you can just be, be both. both you know yeah. you can you can you can you can go back and forth like not everything has to have a hundred meanings some things can you know um well explain genius.com to me <laughs> <laughs> it's great with the spotify app <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it took me so long to realize I could just swipe up to see my album art again. I did not know you could do that. Yeah, you could swipe it up and take it all away. Huh. Yeah, that's my album too. I mean, I like I love the fact that I am the exact same age as him and feel like same. he puts out albums exactly when I need them. Mm. Yep. Like twenty seventeen was like a year of like <clears throat> like self like self-realization about like depression and anxiety and stuff and that shit came out and I was like okay like not the only one you know that type of thing so Mm -hmm. like I his albums have always come out at like like critical like in my like like that's how I used to feel when I was like uh, in my 20s that's how I used to feel about Kanye albums Mm -hmm. and now like that I'm older I feel that way about Kendrick albums like Mm -hmm. they come out <clears throat> they come out when like when like like I really need to feel like I'm having a conversation or like listening to someone's inner monologue. So yeah, um. and about him being like strong and wrong because I think you know people forget that these artists are human and they're allowed to be strong and wrong. And if they want to stand in their wrong, they can stand in their wrong. Yeah, it's not you know like you're saying? trying to run the country. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> Just, yes, please. But um. <laughs> That's what I also liked about him, too, is that some of the shit was completely wrong. But some people think this way. The way that he thinks is the way of many. You know what I'm saying? So I really appreciated him being human and also getting people to love their blackness. With DNA, I I was very happy with how, you know, people started to embrace their their blackness of mm-hmm. being black and you know, there's flaws too because he named those two. But you know, with also embracing it and loving it, and I just I loved everything about it. So yes, that's it. I'm gonna come in with the, like the rest of the pack. <laughs> uh, Playboy Cardi album is incredible. Like I actually think in some ways he had like the highest beginning of the year, and then kind of like where's he at right now? But mm-hmm. and like, but if he never, if he literally like you know never made another 
piece of music again. Uh, he I got shouted he, out by Jay Z. He like, won. <laughs> like, yeah, that's crazy. That was <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. What, what did you like about it? Because like I, it's like an ambient album. That album is just like you know a a weird piece of electronic music basically, and it's really quick and it's really you know like I don't I don't have feelings for him as an artist. I don't feel connected to him. Do you um, think that he even journey. wants I to just, be a rapper? No. <laughs> no, like you can answer too. <laughs> no, I listen. I think I think he wants to like be out here, you know. And I think a lot of people in, in yeah. But I think, but I I don't I don't think I'm talking about that. I'm just saying is he made a good piece of music. Yeah. Um, I also I think I think Greedo O three Greedo from L A released two really incredible albums this year. Um, specifically the Purple Summer one is probably the one for me. Uh, oh, I pulled up my other thing. But yeah, also also Meek had a really good album. I think probably yeah. one of his better albums ever. Agreed. Um, and kind of it came out like I think the same week as the Thug album. I, I I was like really surprised to enjoy the Meek as much as I did, and I've sort of like returned to it. And I also like on on a personal, what was my favorite or what did I listen to the most? I listened to the little baby tape harder than hard quite a <laughs> bit. And I think it's like you know I I'm here for little baby, like I'm here for QC for life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty excited about him and psyched but like i also think it was just sort of like a 2011 future cosplay to some extent and you know 1987 gang out here just like that that really does it for me personally so um yeah uh i really i really enjoyed that and and kind of excited to see what they're gonna like yeah and best best new artist i don't know uh i had two i really like vince's big fish theory um that shit sounded like on some ambient sci-fi shit like really out there and you know there were a lot of good pieces i think this year generally in literature about like taking sci- like especially with shit like blade runner and stuff coming out like taking sci-fi out of white people's hands and stuff like the narrative of dystopia is always crafted by um by the majority and so a record like big fish theory really felt like it was destabilizing a lot of that um and then speaking of destabilization i like how a lot of artists internationally stop looking to the states as for validation um and we're just like fuck it we're gonna do it on our our own terms and you know it's fine if we succeed here and it's the crossover thing doesn't need to happen anymore so jay huss's common sense was so good i thought i thought like you know had had there been a infrastructure around him that worked the record better in the states and understood you know that transatlantic connection better uh, that should that could have been way bigger here than it was. was really, good. there's no reason other than that 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 it that it wasn't. I'm like I feel like I stand for Jay Huss so hard and put him on the cover of the Vader like before that album no even doubt. dropped. But I feel I was actually disappointed by that record. Really? I don't, not that really? it's bad. It's incredible. <laughs> He's the most talented person. J Five, that producer, is like yeah for sure the craziest. But I think I just I think my my expectations were so unreasonably high that. And also, he was putting out singles in a way that made it like I think people like created a narrative for what that album was going to sound like before he had a chance to really drop it. And then I, I agree. And for me, it was a little long, but I don't know. I, I really liked and even in like I'll say this R and B later too. But like I just really enjoyed how people like having lived abroad for so long. It was really tight to see artists from outside of the states stop looking to the U.S. for mm-hmm. like, hey, this is like this is this means I made it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you're talking about Kendrick, you want the album that you can do whatever you want after. I think JS made the album where we're down to hear more albums from him. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. I think it's a great like when you're at that stage and you're so young, and you're an international artist. When we're talking about America being the mainstream market, the main market, like, yeah, it's like he 
I liked it. He did a lot of shit that I think no one here is doing, and I think that he set himself up where people were like, yo, I want to hear more from yep. him. Mm-hmm. And, I think that, and that, then he opened a door for Kojo Funds and mm-hmm. Notes yeah. and, He's you know, young. yeah, Lotto Boys, like, all those people are going to walk straight through that huge door. For yeah, sure. I would have to say that, that there's one more person then that I can add, um, J.I.D., the Never yeah. Story. Yeah. Mm. Um, sure. That album. I mean, I don't even know if it's considered an album. I don't know if it's called an EP. I don't yeah. know what the fuck it's called anymore. Who but, knows anymore? Right. Classic. But I fucking love that <laughs> album. And I think, you know, that's the kid that I think I'm putting money on. Mm. Like, I'm putting a l- money on his head. I um, want to see him he succeed body, That hard. whole album felt like, uh, I, I described it as like some dude like in a fucking like old Cadillac gunning it after a heist <laughs> shooting out the window while trying to oh, hold the steering wheel <laughs> and then there's points where he stops and he's just like sauntering through it and he has like softer records but just and the element where people are like yo real rap doesn't like that's not a real argument anymore but or maybe it never was but he really fucking rapped and again there's some beats like I've never heard before you're under a label that's like you know remotely impressive and you Very. did your own thing like he jumped past a lot of people yes and yeah. he and also when he appeared places like when he was doing like interviews at um he did hot 97 and he did something with genius mm-hmm. it's like there's i have this theory like when you get to the end zone act like you've been there before it mm-hmm. looks like he's played before like he's here he's not shook he's not over talking himself and like speaking about like you know guys that fake deep he's just like yeah man like this is me i'm just a little dude from atlanta that very talented i want to rap and as a former football player he has been to the end zone before (laughs) did he used to play football yeah 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 all right well um also i started making music because he had an injury right yeah yeah correct what what size is he how Listen to our podcast. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 Um, before we get to the next thing, I just, I just want to say my album of the year is uh, Two Chains, um, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music, because I love Two Chains and I like how <laughs> Rolls Royce, <laughs> bitch. I, I, I just love how he keeps making good music and pushing his own boundaries. Also, best marketing campaign for rap album, probably 100%. Ever. Yeah. Or in the history Goddamn. of all time. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Is it, it is. too late to Hands go to that down. pink house? It's open right now. Yeah, yeah. Trap Wonderland. Yeah. Right now? No, you guys no, want to go? <laughs> yeah, they have yeah. it back open for kids, like mm-hmm. families. They can gingerbread like a couple different things, right? Also, it's incredible. The yeah. wheelchair, everything. Everything. Yeah. Atlanta, Georgia, still got it. Yeah. Bong, bong. Still got it, guys. <laughs> um, favorite R&B album? Mm-hmm. Let's, all just say it. Let's, all, let's all say it together. It was... Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, I want to go... Because that's my... Mine is... Mine I don't is, think we actually have the same... I don't think everyone has mine the same Mine is Sonder, um, that EP that they had. I Scissor shit is fucking incredible. Like, her shit is, like, it's foolish the way she put that together. Like, I don't even understand how she did that. And I like that we had the way for it, but Saunders shit popped up out of nowhere to me. Saunders shit was it taps in, It just selfishly attaps into the era that I like. Like, it's, like, like, uh, like you know, Genuine-esque. It's, like, um, Jodeci. It, and also to stand out, but also to stand out in that same template. Like, a lot of people are following that pseudo-anonymous R&B but they but, but they pulled the right things from it. Like Definitely. they pulled the they pulled the older elements and like Sonics, but they also made it like contemporary R and B. And then they did the right amount of yep. mystery, the right amount of internet, the right amount of like you linked up with a production duo. Like it's it's super strong. And I've never listened to that one way. I've always listened mm. to it multiple times each time I listen to and it. And Brent Fias really came oh, out also yes. on yeah. on Crew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he yeah, fucking Sonder is Brent Fias. Brent Fias had amazing EP. Uh, Are you but, reading off a Rem's receipt? <laughs> <laughs> but also this kid couldn't put like he was trying to put stuff together for years like he had like a lure he had a couple other joints and this is from like 2013 2014 he's like literally emailing himself mm-hmm. and you wonder what happens to these people i literally 
I was going through an old SoundCloud list that I had trying to put together a, a new playlist. And I was like, oh, what's this kid up to? I haven't seen him. And I wasn't aware of what was taking place last year besides crew. I Googled him and Sandra had been out for two days. And I was like, all right, let me press play. And that's like that's how I felt about JID. That's such a good feeling when mm-hmm. before it's hit the blogs, or maybe it has, I just mm-hmm. haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. And you feel like you've discovered it and you just want it you want everybody to know you about it. You want to find it all the way. Yeah, you're gonna screen grab the, right. the cover art, you're gonna fucking tweet it. And it wasn't one of those things where I like it took people places, you know. Like I think that R and B has got to this weird like ambient stage now where it's like it sometimes lacks it and we look for a lot of people like we want party next door to jump. He kinda has it. This kid pops up and looks like he's ready to take it. You know? <laughs> Everyone talks about Craig David back every year. I'll fight anybody who wants to talk shit about Party Next Door. <laughs> saying, like, this kid, this kid slid in there and he is, he, he's, he's set up. Naomi have, left. He's set up. That Naomi's a, not here yeah, anymore. She's, he's, she's he's left. to have a better 2018 than a lot of people. You know. Mm-hmm. I I think so. Yeah, SZA had SZA's album's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, Tenji at RCA who worked mm. on that project. Um, is is very talented also yeah or brought like you know whether he, yeah uh and also i think ty dollzine had one of the best albums of his career yeah Agreed. i agree and i would actually Agreed. call it a rap so album good. but i think it's you know let's let's call it a let's call it our yeah. best. i slept on it until yeah. today so we good going best yeah. like and i slept it's on it wildly until today. Good. it's yeah. so good it's what an end of the year present for you yeah, yeah. diani i'm going to say <laughs> well scissor yes hands mm-hmm. down feet down everybody knows 10 tones down it's good daniel caesar Mm-hmm. Yep. That fucking album, I, I think it was a surprise to me when I heard his, you know, um, get you. I was like, this is good. This is good stuff. I like it. And when I heard the album and the Kirk Franklin shit and uh, huh? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Re- the, Rem left. Um, Rem jumped out the window. I I almost threw my phone. Like, there was times where I was like, wow. And the writing. The writing was good. His pen was good. Like, Scissor's pen is amazing, too. Remarkable. Amazing, yeah. yes. Great. Daniel Caesar's, too, is... I just was shocked. I think that one just shocked me. You know, best part with her, crazy to me. Um, and some of the lyrics, I literally had to sit down and, like, l- read the album through. Because I was like, this that's man fun. is really talking about love. And he's cool And it's hard it. to do because that's something that's slept on a lot now. We don't talk about love, love. That man was, I mean, it, it might have been infatuation, yeah, people whatever proposing it was. at the show. But, but it was, se- yeah. yes, people proposing at the show. In the same token, it's also like prior to it's been talked about so much that you either think you got it or that... What, how many other ways can you discuss it, right? And mm-hmm. he found new ways. Like, that shit right, maybe like... That's a different way of discussing love. I mean, in my opinion, for me, I haven't heard anybody speak about love the way Daniel Caesar or SZA does. Wow. So, yeah. um, you know, SZA talked about other things, too, I mean, that are hitting women every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, that's just mind-boggling that you're like, why the fuck does this nigga... Like, a bunch of shit that should be in songs that aren't in songs. Wait. So, um... Andy was quick, like when him, so like when him and Chance did Colbert, that came together in like two days. Yeah, yeah. And that shit's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's right, incredible. Daniel. And then when I seen him in concert, you know, I was expecting to be. Uh, I was like, what if he's not that good? I'm gonna be sad. 
Um, and then you proposed to somebody. And <laughs> right. Yeah, and now right. we have a special announcement. <laughs> right. We but no, the dude was good <laughs> yeah. and great. Like I enjoyed myself. I had a great time. And he turned to your left and proposed. And yeah. yeah. Everything was good. It just was. A, it was great. And I'm tired of using vibe. Like vibe is not a thing for me. Mm-hmm. But it. I I think that album for me was like somewhat perfect. Mm. I think the perfect. stakes are higher when you perform when you're performing R and B like rap. Cause you can get you can get away with a lot. I yes. think R and B. It's like I remember There's early Frank Ocean it. where I was like, oh man, and then seeing him now, I was like, oh shit. I need to see him again. Seeing cause... Brent, I can still see where he has some room to go, but it's like Daniel Caesar and SZA. If I can watch YouTube videos and still feel something, I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. SZA. When we brought up SZA, I was like, damn, I should change my album because I started thinking about how you were describing Kendrick. SZA, like. I listened to the album mad times, and then one day I hear super, like actually really hear Supermodel, mm. and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then you fixed yourself. No, I was like, either oh. I, I'm gonna tell more lies or I'm gonna apologize to people. Shut like, super, but Supermodel, it, it, it tapped into some, it, it tapped into a lot of areas that it's not. She's not inventing a feeling; no. she's channeling feelings that are Here. off that aren't discussed <laughs> and in the right platform. Because it's not that they're not. Maybe we're not hearing it, mm-hmm. and she made it palatable. And she presented it. It was charming as fuck. It felt really honest. And I know she worked a long time on that project. That can sometimes fuck you up. Like she, that you don't know when to model. stop. You can, you just like and I gotta e- work on this thing. Forever. And even the like, songs mm-hmm. that are like you feel like are everything that was had way to it didn't feel heavy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you're like, oh man, you're about to hit me with that shit. This was like you still snuck in really honest emotions that I'm. I'm singing along to, and so now I hear what you're saying because I'm saying it out my mouth, mm. and I'm like, "Damn, I've never said this out my mouth before." Maybe I should text you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like that shit was. It was really, really. That, I think I'm changing my album. That yeah, I might now you made me change my album. It's <laughs> it's just like 100, like you said, ten toes down. Like it's like there, there's like, nothing on that record that wasn't executed in the way that they wanted to execute right. it, yeah. and that isn't flawless. And I think right. like I I love Daniel Caesar Project too. Mm-hmm. Like I love and I love Tide all the time. Mm-hmm. But like you know, I wouldn't say those are 100 percent right. projects. And I, d- I don't really care about a project being 100 percent most of the time. I just like right. think that she and did it's a good really to good have job. an album to speak for you. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't, you know. Back, I'm not taking it to high school, but like back in high school, it reminded me of like if I got mad at somebody and I would be like, hmm, I need to tell you how I feel, but through song, it would be SZA. It yeah. would be all of SZA. So the whole album. The whole album. So yeah, here's homework. From yeah. Especially Supermodel. I've never in my life, I, like when I first heard it, and then I seen the video, and it was it was beautiful to me because it's black. And, you know, it's a black girl magic and also just not feeling like you're enough. You know what I'm saying? That shit was amazing. When she what said, men did you send it to? positive because she not got a big booty. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. I'm like, y'all think that too? Like, oh, like it, it was cool to watch. Sometimes you have these conversations that I think are really contained. Same way we feel about Bodak Yellow. Like, mm-hmm. it's great to see these moments. Like, dudes don't know that they like to see women wild out until they see it. Then they're like, oh, shit. Now everyone's in it, right? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes hearing records like that, sometimes it's like, yo, you'll go to watch SZA and just watch everybody else's face. Like, you'll watch how, like, they vibe with a record. And then you realize you got to catch up and there's a space that you don't get. And I felt that way about that record. And I remember I was just in my apartment. I heard Supermodel. I was like, what did she say? I've heard this shit 20, mm-hmm. 30 times. And then really heard it and was like, oh. <laughs> like, I forget what joint she does it on, but 
She also has that like that gift Andre three thousand has, where she can just describe her surroundings and just like mundane shit that's happening in an incredibly okay. fucking. Wow. I, I, where I she's say, like watching TV or whatever. I, like, I Andre does this thing where he walks you. I would say what, what makes day. him the best writer is that he talks to you eye level, yep. and then he gives you about 70 percent of it, and then you complete the other thirty, and so yep. you feel more ownership over it. And exactly. you're like, he's the best writer. He's on the going, Devin the Dude joint. What yeah, a job. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, that's it's shit like best, that. Yeah. It's Describing like yeah. walking to the studio and he meets a couple and he asks them what to write about. Yeah, and the rest of it you're filling in. Exactly. SZA does that really well too. And to, but to give everybody just enough so that we can all fill in the same thing is I don't even understand how you do that as a writer. Like to give everybody the same amount of percentage and we all kind of arrive somewhere at the same twenty percent that we're filling in. That's just knowing people or knowing yourself so well or knowing that common thread that everybody I don't know. Also taking your time with it. Yeah. Just taking your time with it to like think about really like what are the details that matter at the end. And sometimes it is weirdly like the most mundane shit. But, you know, I think that's really just a product of letting the shit cook for as long as you need to. Yeah. Shout out to T D E. Just yeah, like no Rome doubt. said, like with, with Kendrick Lamar and he was talking about when, you know, anxiety, depression and all that stuff. That's what SZA had, you know, done for me because I was like wow I thought we, I was the only person that felt that way yeah. but she definitely had a lot of people like my friends and me we are excited <laughs> to go get go see SZA this weekend like I don't everybody's going at different times but to sing along with her in pain mm. is I mean in joy too but more so in pain yeah. uh, about shit that you know women are going through is amazing also another it. album she can do whatever she wants after this like yeah like it was a really strong swing like she can do what she wants mm-hmm. after this i debated mine for a long time and it really was between SZA and everyone else uh but i really like kalela's record and to me i'm i mean that's just because i'm like a huge fan of like nutty professor 2 soundtrack janet yes. like oh. ibo era oh. janet it's yeah. <laughs> great yeah. and i feel like you know, if you watch that music video when we were in junior high or whatever, Kalela was like living in that same like future city somewhere. Mm. And like really like I mean, for me, like this year, especially if I if I look back at what I was listening to, it was a lot more electronic music. And she got like the murderer's row for production uh, for producer partners and co-writer partners. It's like Bok Bok, the XX is on there, Jam City's on there, Arca's on there. And like she really synthesized all these songs into something. Again, like the Vince Staples joint felt like a vision of the future. Uh, and we talked about growth a little bit. Like I saw her perform at MoMA a couple years ago and it was shaky. But with this new record, she I feel like she's really come into her own. And like just like Jinx said, it's like, you know, demonstrating the possibilities for where things can go. And like the road is really open for her. Uh, so that was really ill. And then the other thing. Uh, just to piggyback off my rap album thing about how like artists are no longer looking to the states for validation uh, Naomi actually put me onto this one the the Ozuna record Odisea is like fucking crazy and like you know I think that counts as R&B especially in a time where like American music is cribbing so hard off of uh, sounds from like literally everywhere south of the equator Mm. Um, so you know like Se Preparo is a big single but like Pide Lo Que Tu Quieras is like a massive record and like it's really actually my favorite song of the year yeah it's just (laughs) why like you listen to that album and it's like holy shit this is a fucking bananas r&b record and it just is the success is happening like with no real care for like u.s validation and i think that's a really really good thing for for globalization in a time where like this shit is getting more and more closed off ram 
Um, I mean, my, my like I, the Scissor record was so like like coming off of like coming off of a year with both Rihanna and Solange. Like I just like didn't think it would get better and like but like those three projects are all so different but like all like for me are just like signs of like like it's a trinity in the right direction like and it's like and like for me SZA like it's like Mary J like mm. and just like kind of what she represents right now like Mary J just like really like like having an island to herself I think just like culturally and musically um and like the pain part but also like like when you <clears throat> like when you see Mary J Blige perform live it's like every single person there is like just trying to get through that whole show with Mary like trying to help Mary get yep. to the end of the show oh, shit. because like I I feel that way when I um when I listen to that record when I see that record and the way I see <clears throat> women like you know like i think we were talking about cardi like this is like scissors another person that you rooted for this year like someone that you never some someone who had like existed so almost permanently in the background that you've just kind of like like not forgot that she was around but just like just didn't like you kind of like, place a ceiling on where yeah, you, you think just like she might like be. there was no it wasn't in it like there wasn't it wasn't anything on her it was just like you just never knew if she was gonna get the look right to prove herself yeah. you know and it was just amazing to um, to watch that I think um, I was I was half joking but like I I I kind of like, I loved uh, Tyler's album and I. I like I, I I listen to it like like an R and B record more than a yeah, rap record. Same. Like for like, sure. And like it was like when like I would listen to it when I was like cleaning the house or something like that. Like like I I I like R and B more than rap. I I always have, always will. And it just like occupied a space um <clears throat> for me that was like um was like really like there was a theme to it like there was like um it like it actually it seemed like it had a plan it wasn't just like the first 14 songs that like yeah. were hot enough to put on there like it wasn't perfect but i thought it was like at points like very beautiful uh and so yeah it's just like i i often think that like that's a that's a that's an album that can very very easily just like get forgotten about um but i loved it um in that same vein i want to just shout out uh (laughs) (laughs) cookie break cookie break cookie break (laughs) um in that same vein i want want to shout out no id and what he did with r&b on that 444 album so Mm. you know the beat to 444 like i could climb everest Everest (laughs) like it is the wildest thing i've ever heard I don't know what it is. Mm. And we've, and I'm from the year 3000 or something. I don't know what it is. The thing, like, I thought I'd heard versions, all different versions of those samples. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, oh God. Like, I hope, you know, I don't, this is not like another 
whatever or another this i've never heard cb wonder like i've never heard certain shit samples like that before and i was like this nigga no id is insane <laughs> also yo. Monster, he's like but, disrespectful so disrespectful and i'm big on soul music so like it's also wealthy everything. music Everything yeah. on there. Yeah, like you it just is. wouldn't hear those samples because no one could clear them. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Like no bullshit. It's like, yeah. this yeah. is like Jeff Koons. Like, yeah, there's, no, there's a reason yeah. Yeah. he had the fucking balloon dog on the stage. It's right. like, yeah. there's Status a huge parallel. He can afford it. Yeah. Jeff Koons isn't making the balloon dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about 440. Wait, did you say balloon, comma, dog, or balloon dog? I'm a balloon dog. Nobody picked it. We should probably acknowledge it, though. Jay-Z made an album this year called 440. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> The receipt says. Yeah. yeah. They're going to. All right. A Waste of Time with It's The Real's 12 Days of Podcast is sponsored by the good folks at Def Jam Recordings who are dropping nothing but heat this holiday season. Jeff, I want to talk about this new Jeezy album, Pressure, which is available tomorrow, Friday, December 15th. I hope that everyone got a chance to see and hear Jeezy on Everyday Struggle the other day because he was telling truth after truth after truth. And it shows you what a difference there is with artists who live it versus those who just rap about it. Snowman is a fucking legend. But again, if you don't back it up with the music, then what are we listening to, right? And that is exactly what makes Jeezy special. His music means something and it goes. We can tell you that from personal experience because we were at Jeezy's listening party the other night at Avenue here in New York City and heard the project in its entirety. We heard the 2 Chains feature, the Ross feature, the WizKid feature, the T Grizzly feature, the Payroll feature, and you best believe we heard American Dream featuring J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. This album is a monster in the club and it's a monster in the headphones. Let's all support a legend like Jeezy who stays making high quality albums. Let's all support a legend like Jeezy who stays inspiring his community and beyond. Let's all support a legend like Jeezy who lives what he says in his rhymes. Head to JeezyShop.com right now for exclusive album and merch bundles and make sure to pre-order today on iTunes, on Google Play, on Amazon, or wherever you get your music and let's send Jeezy to the top of the charts. Snow fucking go. What's next? Um, worst hook. I wouldn't know because anytime something said featuring G-Eazy, I just didn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for the eject button on the couch. Shoot through the ceiling right now. Wait, I have one. I have one too. Or I anything off too. of like Eminem's Replenishment or whatever the album. Replenishment. <laughs> 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 that would be the worst. Resplendent. What is it? <laughs> Beard Eminem. Resplendent. No, the the shit. Um, the worst hook is XXX Tentacion. Look at me. Oh my god. Mm. It's the worst. Ugh. hook. Wow. Also, I, worst person. Yeah. Yep. I found some song called New Illuminati off that Hendrix album, and it is the worst hook. It oh, is. So you went like hunt. You went like truffle hunting. I did. I did. I, I actually also have to say that I I think Logic's performance the VMAs was very powerful. I actually like. I'm I'm, kinda, I'm here for that song. I'm not mad. But when I first heard that song on the radio, <laughs> and thinking about just the way that rap music is censored and the conversations I have working for a corporation when we talk about rap music sometimes, <laughs> and just that I'm listening to pop radio and there's a kid being like, I want to die. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> Sometimes when I like want to make myself laugh, I'll just like, like, <laughs> like, go into a field and just be like, "Who can relate?" <laughs> just scream it as loud as I can. No, but I, I do think that song resonated with a lot of people, and I don't want to like. 
you know, there's a lot of ways to talk about. I want to take health. away from it. All yeah, of yeah. them are important. But the but the, the but first hook, time I heard that song on the radio, but I remember was, just jumped I out the was window. Like shocked, and I wanted, you know, I felt it was weird. Oh <laughs> that who can relate? I cannot handle it. Like like I, I can't handle. That part Stella. So, like, it, it sounds like something from Hamilton. Who can relate? I'm saying it's a musical. <laughs> oh my god, I've been waiting to talk about this theater kid. Theater kid. Anyone rap. to talk to about this? Oh my god. Oh my god. Wow, we didn't take a cookie break down. when everyone was laughing. <laughs> I couldn't think of. Like my mind doesn't even work that way. Like I wasn't like, oh man, let me search out this shit. I like, yeah. like, first thing I thought about. Yeah, That's I all I do I, every I, day. I can't even. Um, what do I hate I today? Wait, Let I me seek it out. I have, I have a real another one though. <laughs> yes. This is like the one I. This is my whole. This is. Is it off? Yeah. Is, yeah. is it so off? Resplendent. I, no. <laughs> so I don't like the way Kendrick says "sexy" on Element. Ooh. Like sick. I don't like it. Sexy. I don't like sexy. it. Sexy. <laughs> I love that song so much. I don't Except like it. He does that, that across word. the album. Yeah, that's I how he says it across the album. I don't like it. It's just how he says yeah, it. There were moments like that that I was I don't like, like it. Mm, I wouldn't do that, but you know, I'm not. Maybe not me, yeah, not but for you, the best rapper out right now. So yeah, like a virgin. <laughs> like it sounds like someone's never had sex. <laughs> Can I have that combo? I don't know. Yeah. Um, my least favorite is motorsport. Put that thing in sport. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi's just doing the rest of the pod by like through pantomime. Yeah, yeah. I I think that single is incredible. Yeah, I lo- I agreed. It is <laughs> that one line that Rem just did. Like it's only it's uh, only you know, like the, the offset porn right. line. <laughs> I don't know the what? I turn offset on. Told the song the other day. The we should sell that porn line. Yeah, that's a good line. There you go. <laughs> All right. Why not? Um, I would also say Sport. this is not a true hook, but I hate the Joiner Lucas. I'm not racist. Um, oh. hook. <laughs> I don't really understand what's going on. I never <laughs> clicked it. I never clicked it. I don't know what well, it is. Oh, please so, click it. So I didn't, please click it. I never clicked it. I didn't click it, and then I started seeing. I saw the Everyday Struggle interview, and I'm like, well, all right. I, there's things where I get to the point where, like, if I don't want to participate i'm at a point where i don't have to mm-hmm. nice, and right? <laughs> i was yeah well you know like i was like well, what's going on you know like what's his Speaking deal who can relate and then I yeah. he has beef with logic or something this is 30 this is 30 you just yeah. don't click and i just like and i was like you know what like it's an off-broadway I'm, musical i'm a pass like just your whole yeah the, the startup i'm oh not racist God. like Where'd that guy come from I don't know. I don't no, know. Johnny Lucas? Johnny Lucas has been rapping he's for on a very an, long time. Yeah, he's on Atlantic I, Records. I haven't. Yeah, I'm not tapped in. He's, he's good, and he's, he's very talented as far as lyrics are concerned. I've heard. <clears throat> but. I just but, tell like, word did you hear it. Gucci Gang, the remix? Are we him? being like a monster right now? Okay. Come on, no, definitely not. No, 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 no. I just heard he, Gucci Gang. That was, that was right, enough. Gucci, right, right. But he's talking about like pill popping and how trash it is and fiend rappers and shit like that which I kind of like is that his thing like he's like he's like a righteous ridicules guy? like yeah. no I, is, I think is he like is this video sort of bad us? no the video is I think so bad okay but it's I see where he was trying what he was trying to do it's like when uh, Brad Paisley and L.O. Right, he was trying to create races. a conversation hell yeah between well, exactly white what it was. but I don't I don't like I don't Here's like minus the, the plane that comes with like <laughs> like right like I don't like rap that's like so contrived to the point where you're like oh you did this for this Right, know. but some you of it, in all like of it, wait, most ends? of it, like the black, did you hear the black verse? The black Again, verse, I'm, I'm right, the black distance. boy verse was, was just not factual. Like, it just, with no facts. He seems it like Russ can win a factual. fight. But, but when, when nice. he was talking in a white voice and doing like the white voice and white um, perspective of how 
white people feel about black was people. Was it a white voice? Like, was he wildly offensive? No, 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 no. Well, he was wildly disrespectful as far as talking about black people right. and black culture. Which I want to talk about. Right. Yeah. Go he, ahead. Is okay. he black or what's... He's Jeff's going to venture in the, into um, choppy you know, you water. Can't tell anymore. Afro, Everyone's Afro-Latino. got like... Yeah, people... They He's got like many slashes now. I can't. Okay, so I went downstairs um, the day that God. the video came out, and the porter who works here, um, he's a black man. Mm-hmm. He... Uh, loves music. He loves blasting music at all hours that I can hear on the fourth floor. Mm-hmm. He also doesn't like acknowledge anyone who walks in here. So we just all no. That's the no. Doorman. That's a doorman. What is a porter? Porter does like the <laughs> the, the custodial duties. Thank we you. live in a nice building. <laughs> it's an yeah. Upper West Side. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And so, um, <laughs> should I say his name on here? No. Okay. <laughs> well. Yeah. No. I mean, nobody knows. Yeah. But now they're going. Yeah. To. Anyway, so down there and he was listening to his music loud and I went up to him just to like say hi and he was like I'm not racist. I love this song. No he goes I fucking love this song and I go oh what song is it? And he goes "It's," and he shows me the video and I was just like oh man and he's like you know like I, I just love he's like well tell me your thoughts. He's like I just want to hear you be honest because I like having conversations and I said sure I feel like it's really whack for him to equate uh, black people sagging their pants to institutional racism. I think that's a very um, that that doesn't match up for me. And so to to feel like all these people have been commenting and being like, oh, well, you know what? I'm glad that somebody finally said something. And it's like, no, like this is not like the white issues are not that. It's 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 so much deeper than that. And so I I can't co-sign a song that makes everything so simplistic, um, and also like you know I would never listen to it. I think if you want to engage in viral conversations, I would recommend Michael Dapper's "Man's Not Hot." Every time every time somebody tries to talk to me about Jordan Lucas, I'm like, let's just watch "Man's Not Hot." Again. <laughs> I, you know what it is? It's like sometimes you can see things from afar, and again, that's like wild <laughs> wild assumption. I could be wrong, but like you just catch the energy off of a record sometimes, and you're like, the people who are talking about it how they're talking about it, the people that are afraid to talk about it, even the comments of like, nope, we ain't going to talk about this. I'm like, all the right people were saying that, and I was like, yeah, I could pass, right? Like, mm-hmm. I got like X amount of storage left up here. Like, <laughs> right. I'm going to save right. this. It just you know? wasn't fact. It just was, he was just trying to make it sound like black and white should sit and have a conversation. And, and then they hug at the end. And then hug at the end, which was not oh. fact. Is that where yeah. that meme yeah. came from? Yeah. That's, what, that's what blew my mind. No. Yeah. yeah. I was like, come on. Yeah, who can like, relate? You, or like, where the fuck are you living? Like and it's also saying? like, this isn't, that's not an original thought. That, that feels just as bad as like very, a contrived. They also, know, they throw the table too, right? Oh no, he he throws the table. That's very like freshman um, year of college yeah, sociology yeah. class. Yeah. Like, damn, racism's real. <laughs> well, see, I went to Morrow, so they were like, "Don't sit at the table, don't right? Do that shit, bro. Like, yeah, I don't know that shit. Like, Facts. I I just caught. I'm glad I caught because I caught the energy coming off of it, and I remember thinking like, mm, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, well, not I for mean, me. It doesn't sound like it's gonna again, happen for me. I see what me. he was trying to do, but it just wasn't. It just not. It's not true. So we give like, it what, will never happen. B that minus for effort happen. and F for execution. <clears throat> like, yeah. I can't believe we talked about this. Dude, I know. So. Yeah, we dedicated so much Ill. bandwidth Take to this. Take this out. He won. Motorsport. <laughs> best year. Best year. Favorite verse. Oh shit. Chanel by Frank Ocean is four minutes of wow. bars. It is. That's wow. Remember, <laughs> <That's laughs> and I just said Duckworth ten times. <laughs> Mine aren't like surprising yep. though. Like I have 
Frank on yeah Chanel Frank is crazy Biking Frank the solo joint is nuts mm. the last verse Raph remix Ooh, uh, Frank. who else killed it um, how come you didn't say Jay Z on Biking I actually I really like that Jay no, verse it took me a who wrote um, that verse yeah. for him damn really yeah because he doesn't know what a bar spin is I was surprised like you know about Nigel Sylvester I could see you go- like <laughs> Jay's also on the internet a lot so maybe yeah, he does you think so yeah, I would love I would actually love to know that he knows about like half cabs and shit um, that would be awesome. Full caps. I, I, um, I don't have faith in that. I like, I, like Kendrick's, I like Kendrick's second verse on Fear. I like Kendrick's second verse on DNA when the beat switches. I like... Um, that's the one. That's just, you can stop there. Yeah. The, DNA, the second DNA, like, that's just like, just let, sounds like, let's go like, take this Taekwondo. country Taekwondo. Like, like, that shit is dope as fuck. And, like, yeah, he switches into another persona at that point. It's like the Kendrick I think I've always wanted, but didn't even know he could move oh, like so that. so sort of like Joyner Lucas's I'm not a racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That, um, felt, no. It, that felt like, that felt like old, like, BT Cypher yeah. Kendrick. That yeah. Just like... Like, K-dot he might Kendrick. go for like eight minutes. Like yep. he, he might never stop. Like that's, yeah, like that was. But this was the this was the year that Frank was like, "Yo, I'm just gonna outrap a lot of dudes," mm. and he did. And he did that on Oldie too. To be completely honest, well, he, he did. <laughs> but Oldie, that was Earl's. That was Earl's song. Um, I'm trying to think who but else. It was like, like very clear that he was hinting at you know if I felt like it. He's got it. I could know? very easily run circles around all. Of Yo, Chanel, Chanel's a big deal. I I might have to Remy Ma on Sheether. So you went from Joe Budden to <laughs> Remy Ma and Sheether. Are you telling me that Let's that wasn't... back to this in the biggest fall-off segment of our conversation. Oh, holy fine, smokes. Fine. Oh, holy but, smokes. But, but, okay. second, sis. But to but, co- hold on. Holy but shit. Hold on. Yo, that was on like a Saturday morning, though, right? Or a Sunday morning? And Something like, like that. And she shit all over, you know, at that point, the biggest female rapper to exist. That was right. this year? It was that in was February. Yeah, that that was like so February. many things happened this year. It was on like a Saturday yeah. or Sunday morning, and it took over yep. like yeah. the whole day. Yeah. Like everyone like, was like, yo, she's dead. As a moment, that was amazing. As it's a verse, like it, it was so good. You oh. know, this wasn't the best verse, but I really enjoyed it for a lot of reasons because like, Diamond encrusted carabiner era Pharrell is my favorite Pharrell. Oh, Rihanna's. Oh, Rihanna's verse. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> me, no, no, no. For me, it's on uh, on French's "Bring Them Things." Oh, and it really felt like I don't think really like anyone would count, but I was listening to it and it really felt like in my mind Pharrell again. Hmm. And anytime that happens, Ooh. I know what you're. Yeah, hundred percent yes. there for yes. that. Yes, I want to piggyback off of that. New Skepta, Pharrell is distressing to me. Skepta numbers with Pharrell. I don't know when Skepta came out. Skepta, when did Skepta's album come out? Last year. That was this year or last year? Last last year. Fuck shit. (laughs) All right, because that was one of the best verses so in a long time. Like I like DJ Drama Pharrell. Yeah, Gangster Grill. So yeah, so that is what we heard on Skepta's song. Now I don't Skepta. Oh, but it's from 2016. I mean, I listened to a lot of New Edition this year, so we're all listening to. I thought we were. I thought. That's why I asked this year. Oh yeah, also I want to throw Jay's Marcy Me. Yeah, I have Marcy Me as my like, other joint. I was talking with it with um Damian Scott from Complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like first verse, but I was also like, man, I like the second verse too. Um that's just Jay how we wanted to see him, like no surprises, Jay, like in his pocket, rapping, um, at a tempo that he feels comfortable, but just that also too like he like we're talking about best verses, like you gotta be able to rap those verses. Sometimes I watch Kendrick and I like his verse, but live it it's not structured in a way that he can actually really rap. Right. Mm-hmm. He's getting better at it. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's a point where he used to have to but go someone every has to other... have Pro Tools in the back. Right. J- Jay 
can rap that verse and he has and you the way you see him move on stage sometimes like i like to watch rappers move on stage because i know it's how they rap mm-hmm. like he tells you something about how they rap mm-hmm. it's um that verse marcy me the first verse or the second verse you can picture jay moving about he the way takes he takes you places whole, yeah and you can feel you can feel him moving with that one That's for sure um this is by no means the best verse of the year but the feeling that it gave me when cam uh on once upon a time shouted out jim mm. like, like a teardrop it, it was like <laughs> like so many teardrops like i was just like and, and then lied about the reason that dame snap yeah, yeah. i mean you know <laughs> facts don't matter <laughs> Do we? Yeah. There's a future joint too that um I like Vince's verses on Bag Back. Vince is like Vince can, wraps his ass up. Yeah. Do we do we consider Crew a 2017 song? Yeah. 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 Yes. It has a barcode in 2017. Right. Well. I, I like, just feel like I've been hearing it for two years, but you have, but. <laughs> but I think like like Shy Glizzy's verse. Yeah. 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 Grammy that, Grammy nominated Shy Glizzy. Yeah. Definitely. Like that is like holy shit. Like I also just hearing it in DC. Oh my god! Was just like a beautiful. I was like, oh, so finally, you did it right. like y'all have a Wale replacement. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Culturally, another one, something else to champion. Yes. Okay. I fixed that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is all Phil's fault. Everyone can share a space. But Rev and I are never gonna yeah. forever. Sorry. It's a long story, but no, I like. It's fun to watch a city have a moment, and like watching DC. A city that's like so easy to sometimes make fun of musically to like have <laughs> like just undoubtedly one of the best <laughs> songs of the, I, I, I always I always will but that verse is just like and shout out young Matt Cohen for the crew video mm. oh and that blue fur Matt Cohen did that yeah bongo boy wow. that blue fur is the, my favorite item of strong clothing yeah, he, he, he did that big really, up and really Duckworth quickly. yeah Duckworth. yeah that's what I was gonna say Duckworth for me ninth Great. wonder Great. I just, I can't. There's yeah. nothing else to yeah. say. Nice wonder you got to wrap your ass Every up. Every time you hear say Duckworth, I keep thinking of the other. That's it. The, that's the it. That's it. There's no other yeah. one. Yeah. It's just a story. Do you know what, too? Like, man, how do you sit on that? And then, like, you have that story and you just sit with it. And, like, I think that's, like, rap, like, it's decision making such a huge part of your art. To sit, you have that story. And then you sat on that and you structured it the way you did it. You made it palatable. And then you placed it where you placed it. Like, that. And that whole song is a verse. Mm. Like that's it. It yeah. starts and it ends and he fucking It's beautiful. Yeah. Um best social media account, artist or otherwise. Cardi B for me. That's it. Sorry. <laughs> Mr. Hotspot. Mr. Hotspot. What is yeah. Mr. Hotspot? Mr. Hotspot. He's this guy from Atlanta. Yeah, he's like he's oh like my god. Two C's third. Yes. But he's, <laughs> he's also so funny. funny. Oh yeah. He's so funny. He's, so he's funny. very funny. He it look, actually makes me feel better. He does. He just like looks in the mirror. He's like, "Ooh, look at you!" Like, <laughs> he's like, "You love yourself." It's it's it's. Ooh, that's you, ain't it? That's you, ain't it? Like, I, I also, um, he was out just like in the streets taking videos, like with. Uh, uh, Keisha Bottoms as she yeah. was running for mayor and he was like oh look at Keisha like <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible I was just like I love like I love a positive social media come up shout out to the shout out to the young man and he, and he can dance and he has a great song that song that if you smile <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all I'm I kind of I'm putting my money on him. Yeah, I kind of downloaded it. I like Yara Shahidi's. <laughs> you like what? Yara Shahidi from Blackish. Mm. It's like 
uh, I don't know. We're all in our old head shit now, and I worry about kids. And it's like, wow, you can really be popping. And like, like we said about artists earlier, you could be serious sometimes, and you don't have to be serious other times. She strikes that balance really well for me. Mm. And it's like she really, you. It's cool to see someone learning in the public eye. That shit is really tight to me. Um, I agree. I love ain't no jigga on Instagram. Who's that? Yeah. Who's ain't That's no jigga? A, yeah. I don't know who it is, but he follows. He posts all Jay Z's pictures. He knows like, everything. 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 <laughs> like n- not just like. That's weird. Is it you? <laughs> no. It's not just like taking like the photos from like you know random like you know sort of like sea level rock nation people, but yeah. it's like all the information as to like what he's wearing. Is it someone like, on the team? I, I don't think so. I don't know. Also, the poster are quick. Like, he says Lenny S posted 12. Yeah. You'll have the story by 12. 10. I'm like, so, so you crazy. just know this shit. Oh, you like, so, so, it just, like, I just took like, 10 minutes to type it out. The equivalent like, of like the Supreme dudes who like fucking figure out what Supreme is coming out with every Thursday. No, but this actually before. matters. So it's <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's different. Um, no, this guy's What Jay's like, wearing? <laughs> yeah, but like, it, it will be what he's no, wearing. It's like, also, this is why it's important to his life. Yeah. And then like side stories. Like Sarah's social security number? No. We invited him to the to the rock event that we did. Um, but he wasn't he doesn't live around here we yeah. don't know where he lives I don't know what his story is or anything yeah. I love that <laughs> we it's don't know wild. where he lives mine, um, mine you got in touch is, with um, I DM'd him Tracy Ellis Ross I just mm, like Tracy Ellis Ross I really love her it's out of control like I'm like <laughs> you're, you're in love with her you're like yeah, yeah that, that's you why like, but also like, you like yo that poster she came out with the Balenciaga triple S yo she's fucking killing and she was like don't make fun of my shoes I like my shoes I, I love her I love her she's funny Um, and like she does like I don't like to watch videos I don't really like Instagram accounts where people talk to their camera but I watched Tracy shit like I she's talking to you well, I, I like to believe that um, no nah, like but like no but she's dope and you know what I, I remember she did this speech where like I'm shipping you guys yo please so let's make this happen I'm, Jinx I'm, and Tracy I'm sticking around long enough in like the quote unquote journalism game just to like if I can meet her I feel like I'll say the right things you know she'll, then that'll be it I feel the same way about Marissa Tomei don't ask it's a long story right, oh yeah. I I saw Spider-Man Homecoming I'm also gonna just say I'm gonna say LeVar Ball Okay, so I hated Levar until the the Trump shit, and no. now he's got like he's tight with Cuomo. Like he's like oh, Levar has pumped the brakes. Oh, with Chris like, Cuomo. winning, yeah. They yeah, say like yeah. you can stick around. What's that Batman line? Like you be the hero long to, to be the villain. He flipped that shit. Yeah, like, this motherfucker's a hero now. Like uh, he he's did, trolling he did pull President his, Trump. He's heroic. His son he's out a of college. Man. <laughs> he sent him so too, and he knows the shits are bad. He knows them shits multifaceted. Support you up. Support. Black business. I'm gonna buy a pair of shoes. Yep. When when Hove spoke about so Levar garbage. and was like, "Look, he may not do things the right way." Levar took the interview, cut that part out, stitched <laughs> it back together, and then posted it and was like, "Hove is fucking with me." And I'm like, "You're a." a f-. And then like had still something snarky to say. I was like, "You're a maniac." Wait, I love him. He's a maniac. I'm I'm gonna forget this. I I, I forgot my actual answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it T- on the receipt? <laughs> no, it's not. Um. Tina Knowles' Instagram. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I just the single greatest thing. Like I, wa- I, I, I check it. Like I watch it like a TV show. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Like, the same yeah. way. Like I wait <laughs> to watch like a new Brooklyn Nine Nine, which I do. Yeah, Yo, shout out Brooklyn Nine Nine. Shout out Brooklyn Nine Nine. They've been pretty also. consistent. Um, Tina's. They've been consistent. Like, it's hard. It's hard in the Tina, world. They only left again. Tina, she came in and left. Her the best mom her, to her watch comments. On, on like she, she writes her comments like like. A mom first, yes. then like Beyonce and so like comments on said. Beyonce stuff or captions. No, no, like her no, the cap- captions. Sorry, her caption and it. her daughters hate it. <laughs> like <laughs> they like, hate it. But well, it's it's so like and, they like, love it. And like <laughs> no, like Tina's like kind of like 
like semi country but semi fancy like like the other grown folk that she hangs mm-hmm. out with and vacations with mm-hmm. and like when all the stuff was happening in Houston and they were doing these little like food drives yeah like the butt patch of a like, dairy on jeans and like sometimes they're size like the pictures are sized terribly right like, no she it's she's like, like really a mom on Instagram and it's amazing to see because um she does these like corny jokes yeah. right so and she puts she just posts them like and she'll tell them and she'll like do a smirk. She won't even laugh at it. Like she'll just smirk like <laughs> goodbye. She's pleased with herself. Right. Yeah. It is the best shit ever. It's the best shit to watch, period. Reading her comments, everything. She's just a mom. I just feel and like I have like see. another aunt. She's just super famous. Yes. She happens to be Beyonce's yes. largest mom. And right. she just it's, well, it's in incredible. our advanced age, we haven't really known her for about 15 years or more. Or more. That is really true. Um, Since full denim. Gunnar Stahl is mm. my favorite uh, oh, yeah. SoundCloud photographer. Totally. Who also is very good on Twitter. He's Consistently. The best. And he's, yeah, best kid. He's not also a kid. His name is like a diehard villain. Name. Um, yeah. yeah. Also, his, he, grandma, his grandmother lives right next door to us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Right um, yeah, we ran into. Well, no, no like next door. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. We um, ran into Gunner Stall at 3 a.m. on the Upper West Side. We were the only people on the street. We were like, uh, <laughs> what are you doing here? Beg pardon? Yeah. yeah. And I know how you respond. He probably shrugged. <laughs> yeah. like. In 2017, I saw the same cops back to back at This Is A Show that was supposed to be for label executives that like 3,000 kids showed up to or whatever. <laughs> and then the next day at Gunner Stall's art show, which like shut down the block in Soho. The Puma like show, right? He's yeah. A, yeah. So, you know, he's he's the best rapper who's not a rapper and and, and a good person yeah, and and, ge- and genuinely creates some some fire content. His Twitter's his Twitter really is funny. so fucking funny and it's that right amount of like it's not mean but it's sharp and it looks careless but I know he's trying, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, and like he he just he's nails it. He's like exactly kind of what you think a 25-year-old would be but without doing the extra shit. Yeah. And yeah, it doesn't promote rape culture, which is advisable. Oh, and it's working. And, and, and it's also like not just goofy; like it's actually, it's it's working for him, yeah. you know. And like he keeps his, he puts his images on his Instagram, his jokes on his Twitter. It, it makes you like him more. It doesn't make you like just fawn after him after like a quasi celebrity. Like you like him. He's a good dude. Um, but back I, to Tracy Ellis Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I follow Cameron's mom on Instagram. And Cameron's mom has jumped into every skirmish <laughs> and every beef that Cameron has had, and it is so good. It is so everything she says is so good. So shouts to her. Talk um, about it. Best new artist. Anybody? All right, quickly. NBA Young Boy. Yeah. After we fought about it, I know. And then I saw him live, and it was. I was like, okay, I get yeah. it. I see it. It's amazing. Eric was insistent that that wasn't going to be a thing, and it's a thing. It's a thing. You I- were right, Phil. It was a thing last year, I'd say. Wow. I like Jeff said you were going to say that. <laughs> That's Holy hilarious. Shit. It was. The numbers the numbers were there. Uh, <laughs> new to me the this year. Yeah. Um I mean in general, yeah, Smokey Margella mm. is a promising you young fellow. Smokey Margella. I love Smokey Margella. Uh I went to SOB's for Smokey Margella. It's like not not you know, takes a lot to get me out there. Uh YB and Namer. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to all all Alabama rappers making Bay Area music. Yep. All all kids in Alabama That's who are fans of Mozzie. Creek Boys. So uh, Creek Boys, Lil Baby. Creek Boys is like if 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 Bone Thugs was a barbershop quartet. Creek Boys is like, <laughs> a, like choir. a boy band. It's like a full choir. Like One Direction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Harry Styles jumped out on his own this year, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Nile, Nile, that Nile Horn single, though. Uh, I mean, and and while we're talking about 
rap boy bands sob rbe as yeah. well may they may they thrive mm-hmm. in peace continually i right. hope moses sumney does really well next year moses sumney so will georgia smith georgia smith it's a big year yeah. for new artists actually yeah. mm-hmm. georgia smith it's like you you don't know where she'll go with it and i really hope like that one single really pushes her far i don't think she's figured it out um, yet but i think she has time to um trying to predator killed that beat i um I'm gonna. I have like about four, or five. Go. So um, JID. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. do it. And um, kid named Duckworth. Really like a lot, a lot, a lot. Black. Although he's not new. Six lakh. Six lakh. Yeah. Please. He's not new, but he's new to some. Some people don't Six know lock. about him. He cut his hair this year, so it's a new. Right. He's a new, it's a new him. Um, and Brent. Yeah, Brent, Brent is new yeah. to some. And I, I really do. I like him a lot. I like that project a lot. And I'm excited to see what he has to come real soon. I mean, I usually, I specialize in, like, the n- new, 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 new. Like, the people that n- nobody knows at all. But there's this girl called, um, her name is Sierra Wack. She's from Philly. She's a problem. <laughs> you understand? Like, she's a problem. She can, ta- she can, ver- she could, she could rap very well. Mm. Her flow is superb. And I'm just excited to see what she does, too, because she doesn't have a single out or anything like that, like nothing. But she's really great. And mm. she's, um, it's just the year of, I like rapping women. Women who rap. Well, and there's never been more talented. Like, I will, no, I think there's been talented female rappers for right. the, you know, you, all history. But it's actually, like, insane how many right. um, promising women there are right now. Right. But we I didn't think even it's mention very, Rhapsody. Like, Rhapsody yeah. came out with a very strong yeah. album. You know what I'm saying? And uh, just I'm just looking forward to a bunch of just rappers. Yeah, yeah. I think I want to shout out Rico Nasty just as somebody who specifically, like, a label is is investing in developing and investing in like being an album artist. I think that there's like, like I said, like a, a staggering amount of talented women rappers right now, but very, very few so. who are getting that kind of investment. Very you know, somebody so. like Rhapsody has made that happen for herself. Yep. Um, and I think that it shouldn't have to be that way. And, you know, like I hope, I, I think it's just notable that when we talk about singles, there's a lot of women in, in the, in the conversation, but when we talk mm-hmm. about albums, it's, it's more rare. So mm-hmm. hopefully continues we can get to more change from them on some year. Korean shit. I hope Yeji does really well. She's really dope. She's a producer out of New York. Yo, it's crazy. She did Rain Girl, right? Yep. Yo, yeah, yeah, she's she is she's sick. Rock and her videos are sick. She's fucking dope and like just uncompromising about switching between Korean and English, and I really like that. Hmm. Um, um, I'm gonna uh, just add Young Pinch, and then do you have anybody else? Um, I had Brent as well. I had um, I don't know. If I wasn't checking for Sabrina Claudio before this year, so I don't yeah. know if she's new. So, but I was yeah. fucking with her. Um, I got this kid off your Instagram, a kid Gunna. Oh, yeah. Gunna, wait, yeah, also, no Gunna. bullshit. Shout out Naomi's Instagram stories. It's like where I find <laughs> most of my new yeah, music. I get a lot of like shit best new artists. Yeah, yeah. best new A and R. Naomi's Instagram stories. Yo, yeah, like I, I pick up a lot of shit from there. I kid Gunner. I was like, that project. There's like, I think it's like seven songs on there. Maybe four of them are really hot, and three of them are still listenable. And I just, you heard it. Like you hear me, you're like, oh, you got something. Like yep. you, yeah. whatever he does next will be dope. Um. GID for sure. Last week. That's yeah, oh, Tripper Drown. Tripper Drown. That shit is, that shit is that's crazy. That's the motto. Instagram, give Naomi a free business account so you could do swipe up. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. For real. Um, I'm trying to think <laughs> Look, who Phil. else that I rock. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Naomi left. Oh, you know what? Um, I, I was really interested in uh, Rex Orange County, too. Oh, Rex yeah. Orange County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to note also how many of these artists are independent. Mm-hmm. Um, I yep. think, like, like we talked about Georgia. 
Rex. Um, oh, he has kids. Sonny too. Almost all of you them. You know, a lot of a lot of these people. Well, are the choosing. other half are signed to three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> um, that ain't even funny. Out, that's true. Shout out to the whole Warner system and especially Julie. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, hi Julie. I, I, hi Julie. Um, I think I think. Uh, I don't know if we're if we're still going to talk about like like brand that had the biggest year, but I think Empire Distribution. Uh, we're talking about brands change, that had changed the, the game. Year. I don't know. Yeah, that's the, the biggest question. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was Is that go, the next question? Jeff, it's go. biggest year for non-artists, so a brand, a service, an executive, someone or something you view as Except having like a surprisingly a good year. Questions. That is not. <laughs> mine, mine is Virgil. I think this dude, like, he's, you know, you might have, like, your own hang-ups on him or whatever, but <laughs> do if I? you want to, yeah, yeah, like, if you want to, um, if you want to jump out and, like, be like, how do you connect? Sometimes your work lives further than you do, and sometimes you live further than your work. I think he's been able to excel at the same pace of his work, be it his or a collection of people. And um, I think it's kind of, it's tough coming out from that Kanye umbrella, because then you're always... You think if Kanye didn't denounce him tomorrow... Like, if Kanye came out tomorrow and was like, fuck Virgil, you think that shit would last? Yeah, I do. You, at this point, you do? Yeah, I do. I think, um, <laughs> and that's kind of what, and that's about having a good year. I think when you have a good year, you jump out from that, that connectivity you have to a brand or an entity or someone that quote-unquote puts you on. I think he's got more juice than Kanye right now as far as like what kids are wearing and what they fuck with. But that's just me. Um, I think he had a great year. Um, and not just like in the streetwear shit. Like, I saw, again, Tracy Ellis Ross. I saw, like, <laughs> like... Tracy Ellis Ross, Sarah Jessica Parker wearing his stuff, you know, and he still has that hip hop tie to hip hop world. He's still doing, you know, whatever you want to call the DJ sets. But like, I don't know how he has that many hours in his day. And I think that was cool to watch. And for a dude that likes to watch like black people get into spaces that sometimes they're not allowed to be in or they can't thrive in. I'm rooting for him in that case, whether I like the work or not. I do like it, but um, it just it makes it easier for a lot of us that, that come after. So I have two very different answers. One, um, I actually wore a pair of Adidas this year and enjoyed them. What were they? So that's um, a big year for Adidas. Big you know, year for Adidas. You know what they're, you know what they're called? Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> but they were very comfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I, I can, I, I feel like people like Adidas more than they did last year. What, is like just what happened? You, where'd you? You mean you find these shoes them? somewhere and then like, like you? Yeah. No, I just I I, I never people, thought I'd really like Adidas. People I saw you wearing like Adidas, Adidas and now they like it more. That's right. Um, yeah. You're like an influencer. What was the yeah. other one? Um, and wow. also, shout out Adidas. Shout out Nike. Where <laughs> <laughs> was paying me the most? Um, yeah. My my second. Yeah, my second. I feel like big year for Gabrielle Union. Big year for Gabrielle Union. Yeah, totally. Talk and about it. The brand of Gabrielle Union is very strong in a way that I again I just never thought it was gonna. Be like this, but like I, oh, as strong, as strong. Like like she, because she's always been strong. She's always been strong, but I feel like like she is. She's gotten out of that like like was famous. She's in her proverbial bag. <laughs> Adidas. Thank bag? you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like I was, I was, I was, I was in the mall and saw that there was like a Gabrielle Union collection at some store, and I was like, that's tight. I feel like what, a like lot. Yeah. Tracy, we know. Tracy Ellis. She's yeah. got the JC Penny. I know. <laughs> I know, dog. I and I thought, I, I, I know. Everyone came with an agenda. I so yeah, I can, but so there's I can room for back. more than one, you know? Oh, right. I mean, yeah, she has the JC Penny collection. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, she's 45 years old, and that's normally the t- point in time where they try to um, discard women, and she's found a way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Talk it is. It's true. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you're, I remember her giving that speech. She's like, yo, it's nice to win an yeah. award when you're 44. And. 
you're not it's not about your age or youthfulness it's about like what you bring to the table your character and she she's fucking bodying shit you guys kidding me like no I Tracy S. Ross her brand is strong and Gabrielle I would say uh, since we're on the black woman run uh, Issa Rae had a great 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 year um I don't even need to run down a list of things that she's done, um, but just for creating a conversation with everybody on social media about relationships and um, their perspectives on them, I think it was really dope. Um, HBO wins with that one. Uh, it's a great, great piece, and I watch it all the time. Something I can rewatch all the time. So, and Issa Rae as a person, you know what I'm saying? When I watch her interviews and how she speaks about lifting others up and she when she talks about you know you shouldn't be looking uh front and back you should be looking side to side to help people out and that's what you know those people need to be by you and i just i, I really fuck with her i like her a lot so i support her that's something she had a great she had a great year great year so, for yeah. me it was rihanna hands down because uh, over the past three years i've worked with three giant fucking companies all in different industries who all wanted Rihanna to be the spokesperson for X, Y, and Z, like major launches for shit. And, uh, you know, as far back as three to four years ago, she was saying just no and turning down these, what were quite frankly, like ungodly sums of money. And, you know, to the point where it left like a lot of people at these businesses being like, who the fuck does she think she is? This Rihanna. is such a huge opportunity. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da. But, you know, like as it happens, she doesn't really need anyone to validate any of that shit because it's her and it's been really incredible to watch her kind of convert this massive cultural cachet that she has into meaningful leverage in business settings and I think the you know like Puma's great like she turned Puma into a thing that people care about again all of a sudden that show is rad I mean whatever you want to say it's it's on the radar but the big story obviously is Fenty Beauty Mm -hmm. yeah it's crazy how like that that shit is the highlighter it's it's just, it's just. Run- no, I mean, like, you know what's crazy is like, this girl was telling me, um, she was talking about her, her, her friend's boyfriend, right? And she was like, this move that I didn't really understand, but like, she was like, well, you know, I know he likes her. He, he went and saw, I guess, like Fenty has like numbers and shit, right? Like, he knows what Fenty shoes, so he went and bought all that and kept and keeps that as crib for her. And I was like, oh shit, so this, that's a move. But it's like now it's not makeup, it's Fenty, right? Like girls say Fenty, it's like Kleenex, you know what I mean? Like that is now the. It is a defining term of the shit you need to be using. If you're not using it, that shit's whack. Someone else cops jumps up with makeup. Girls attack that account. Like, nah, we on Fenty. Mm-hmm. Fuck your shit. In right. all three situations that I'm describing earlier, she was saying, and like obviously like three, four years ago, like now when you hear it, because she's established, you know, what it is. But like in four there's months. No question. But like three years ago, she was still saying, if it's not Fenty co-branded, I can't do it. So she had that plan for Pretty a minute. Brand. And I'll say this, the Fenty Beauty launch you know happened over the span of a very short week and within like that five day period forced the entire fucking beauty cosmetics industry to rethink everything oh because they just realized that black people have skin complexions that also do deserve foundation so it's kind of like oh yeah oh they have money too so we can we can buy you know they i guess people don't really or like you know have these products we also have to market them right we all work in advertising media right and it's like me especially because I'm at like I'm close to point of sale like it's always the thing where it's like minorities aren't marketable that's always the excuse as it happens you know she literally changed the conversation overnight and I think just that alone 
for me, it's like Rihanna like executing a plan, turning down just really just stupid amounts of money, stupid amounts of money, and to get where she has gotten with that plan is you know I I can't say anyone had a bigger year. Also, her. like talking shit about the immigration ban in the first twenty For minutes, sure. like no pause, like no silence, like you know, like uh, also like a beautiful writer. Her Instagram caption about. Uh, her neighborhood the other day where they renamed yeah, her, the street. her mm-hmm. street yep. was like was bars Frank Ocean bars like it was you know like I think she's really she she is Princess Diana and she belongs to the entire world and she's as as our world is changing she's, she's and she's the new Donna Karen shit. like yep. you name it she's all Literally. of that um, I just beauty is still sold out People are still trying to buy it off the website. You cannot, depending on what complexion, you know what I'm saying, speaking for women who are darker, they it's hard to find foundation, period, that won't make you look like you're dead or, you know, try to make you look lighter. Yeah. So for her to have that many, just that many. What's crazy is... The highlighter, Jeff. When it's yeah, sold yeah, out, I'm familiar. people aren't upset. They're like... <laughs> no, they, and I'm happy. And I, I, don't, like, I don't own yeah, the foundation. I don't own it yet. Out. Because... It's crazy. How, it's sold out. But I'm happy that it's sold out. You know what I'm saying? Because it needs like, to be sold out. You first to market on certain kind of products, and then you, sometimes that can fuck you up. She's first to market in execution was like kind of false, and she's not actively marketing. Now we're just doing it. Like, no, uh, Fader yeah. did um did a piece on it, and, she, and they employed that content. And then put it on their Instagram. Right? As it happens, if you keep it a fucking buck, shit just works out. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to shout out uh, two of my best friends, uh, Marsha St. Hubert and Ashley Kamenowitz, both at Atlantic Records, who had an unbelievable year Hi, this Julie. Year. Um, <laughs> Hi, Julie. Julie. Hi, Marsha. Um, talk, about, talk about, you know, just... Putting your putting your work in and making artists like you know fulfill all of their promise, Gucci, Cardi, um, man, they're, what they're going to do with Wiz, what they did with Meek, bringing him back from like the depths. Um, they just keep putting in amazing work, especially those two, getting all those covers for Gucci, getting all those covers for Cardi, putting them on all those stages, putting them in the right rooms, on the right boats, like everywhere. They have really, really done all they had to do and more. Well, yeah, and especially like for in that building, I don't think that there was a belief in those two artists, especially. Right. So. Also, they clearly know like a good dentist <laughs> because Yo. Gucci's teeth, Gucci's and Cardi's yeah. teeth. Just yeah. well, teeth like, she got a bag. Like, yeah, <laughs> and then she fixed her teeth. Yeah. Well, also, I think you know when when uh, when Me Too hits the music industry it's going to be um people like marcia who inherit the power i like that i like straight up like like some shit's about to go down big up um and and i'm glad that there are so many vets who are here and ready to to take over Atlanta. and i also want to say uh also a big year for sam um sam the hype beast from oh, rca uh, yes yes uh, big year for her she's like the vp you know of Yo, Urban all, all she does is get number one hits. So yeah, and so Sam. she does number one. Baby hits. Sam, and she has and the best she shoes. She has the best sneakers yeah. ever, yeah. ever, ever, ever. But yeah, shout out to her. Um, biggest fall off, Jeff. Um, all right, biggest fall off. I'm gonna say fidget spinners, and I'm gonna say. <laughs> That's, mm. <my> <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm gonna say uh, flutes that were in songs because I felt <laughs> like a, a week of like people putting out content pieces where it was just like, oh my god, everybody has a flute in a song. <laughs> And now it's like I, I love it was so. What if everyone though. got like a Miri Benari, but for flutes? Yeah, yeah But yeah. I feel like you know, 2018 is just not going to have the same energy for flutes. <laughs> and so I think um, if you've got your flute, 
right, at right home pay. and you don't have a place to play it, you know, you should have played it in 2017. There you go. Yeah. Anybody else? I would say uh, Young Thug in Future. That thing just... Oh, that was trash. <laughs> Which is such a bummer because... Both them together and apart. I'm sorry. Like, just I like those photos of them biking around together, though. <laughs> I, think, I think Future had a good earlier <laughs> part of the year nice. with Future and Hendrix. Like, I, think yeah, both but of those I don't think they the lasted, year, though. That's just... I don't know. Oh, I thought you meant the project. Sorry. That's what, uh, oh, I, I mean, I, I do mean that project yeah. specifically. Yeah, um, relationship, the two of them on that song. I do like that song a lot. And so I was really hopeful for the for the project to come out, and then yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I think I think I think Doug especially has a real opportunity next year to kind of like do you know Doug was is is and was known as somebody who's extremely innovative and you know changing all the time, and I think next year he has an opportunity to kind of like come back and actually do something different. But I, it's like not the it's 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 crazy that that's a disappointing project, mm-hmm. like because it's actually strong his his solo project mm-hmm. um but i do think the bar is very high for him my answer every year is drake wow i because i get less and less interested in him every single year didn't hear a single song ring off anywhere besides just in the context of like playing that album like they didn't live anywhere like they didn't live anywhere the, the they play- made great cases for other artists to to thrive the in. playlist that he but made yeah, they, yeah those songs didn't exist in the club they didn't like they didn't People yeah. like Ice Melts. Blem. People like that song in Blem, yeah. And Ice Melts feels like it's almost Blem like Blem. that's Thugs, right? Like that feels like that mm. lived because of Thugs. Fake love, though. That they didn't ring. They didn't ring and off. They, and, 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 and the gigs won. And, and the... they were replaced by so many other songs. I mean, like Travis had more stain. Like like so right, many other no, people. It wasn't yeah. And he had twenty. And it wasn't like he had. It wasn't like he had nine songs. He had twenty some odd yeah. songs. Yeah. yeah. Um, my biggest fallout. So he just didn't. I think this was a year to keep the ship afloat. I don't think this was a year to excel by any means. For mine, um. Yachty. Mm. Um I think that he teamed up oh, with Nautica. No. <laughs> Both <laughs> metaphors, but like, yeah, like I think it's Yachty. He, um, they made him a media darling last year and relied less on the music, and then the music came out and it wasn't really anything that was worthy of celebration. And then now the media darling, like, there's always gonna be someone new to replace you with. Mm-hmm. And no matter what you do, it's why Drake dropped more life. Like, you can't sell sneakers, you can't sell merch, or whatever. You can't do tours unless you got music to do that with. You got you got to do the core thing that they like you for. Mm-hmm. If Rihanna hadn't dropped anti, Fenty would be harder to get off this year, mm-hmm. right? Like you gotta you you gotta do the core thing that you're inviting the room for, and then you can start telling everybody whatever else you got under your jacket. And people care less about Yachty in those in that manner. I think, and we you were saying like Young Thug set up to do great next year. I think that's true. I don't know if the same is the case for Yachty. Mm. Really um, with that fader cover. <laughs> mm. That was a big moment for him, though. Huge. Will moment. he still be king of the teens <laughs> in 2018? And I think that's a crazy title to even. I wouldn't. I wish someone in his team said, "Don't take that yeah. title." Yeah, it's a wild superlative for no reason. And it's like, yeah, for what? And then for the teens. Yeah, well, for himself, you yeah. know, and like, yeah, that shit. Um, I wonder what's gonna happen. Uh, with him because even when you watch QC like they've kind of stuck with the same folks that have kind of kept the ship going and mm-hmm. people have come and gone so I don't know um, I think Yachty I hate to I like him mm-hmm. you know um, I think he has other skills or he's likable yeah um, I don't know if music's going to be the thing that he does next year mm. or the thing that we care about from him next year mine was attention spans and critical thinking Shit. Man. <laughs> Is that a mixtape? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a Meek Mill. <laughs> song. I was going to say like Harvey Weinstein or Mike Flynn or some shit or men or some shit like that. But then I thought about it and I was like, this isn't a time cover. No, nah, it sucked for them for sure. But like everyone else took a bigger L somehow than them just by like, 
like all of us took a fucking L and it, like, I really wish like people would just like think about how shit connects more think about where shit comes from think about how shit sits next to other stuff and stop thinking about it like just like in the immediate isolated moment that you like encounter something in mm. because in my line of work actually in everyone's line of work here like media again media advertising shit like that the companies we work for see that shit and then it's just like we'll just make more fucking trash for you to digest faster and faster and faster and it becomes an unsustainable thing at some point so I just hope everyone stops taking L's in 2018 and just steps back and thinks a little more what are your thoughts on Bitcoin uh, Phil? love Bitcoin <laughs> but it's like there's specific L's it's like highly profitable L's Highly profitable. Over else. highly profitable. I love how Bitcoin's yeah. just going to destroy everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, is it, literally. Is it real? No. Right? Uh, I don't get it. That's a, Me neither. It's a different pod. It. But the point is... <laughs> computer money. Bitcoin is using more energy to process than the yeah. entire country of Denmark at this point. And, and literally on some Black Mirror <laughs> shit, like, Rupert Murdoch's house burned down in a wildfire today. Like, like literally the world is burning. My thing is this. Mm. Most people don't even know how to fucking access, like, a basic savings account. Don't be fucking playing with speculative currencies. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Are you right. Looking at me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rembert? Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you take your receipt when you leave. Yeah. <laughs> and the last category. Um, our dream collaborations for 2018. Diani? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even... My dream collab would actually be... Hmm... Somebody go first. I didn't even think about that. I'll go first because mine's depressing again. <laughs> My shit is no fucking collabs in 2018. Please stop. None? Like, yeah, the shit was... You should. I, my feeling is you should only collaborate when it's like that. That other person in that equation does something oh, yeah. completely different from. I'm not saying like we're talking about projects. Are we talking about like, like you can cool do a album. Like, right? It doesn't, it doesn't have to be. Are you talking about Big be... Sean and Metro Boomin? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Also, I wanted to say Big Sean was I'm my uh, disappointment of this year. I decided was a disappointment like to disappointment to me, and this I decided came out this year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Disappointment to me. Oh, right. Fuck, you didn't like Bounce Back? It was cool. Okay. It was nice. It was a nice single. Right. Um, that beast, came out this year. Beast mode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, I hope he doesn't disappoint me. You know, with this Metro Beamin piece. People think that I hate Big Sean. I don't hate Big Sean. Wait, yeah. I don't hate Big Sean. I I don't hate Big Sean. I totally forgot until you brought it up. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But, of, uh, but I, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't. Pretty I just, I decided to me was a letdown. It was. And it I was. think, um, you know, this one, what is it called? Double or nothing? Double or nothing. Mm. I think he also what acknowledges it that it's, <laughs> I think he also acknowledges that it's bad that's why he's going double or nothing this album is just double or nothing so that's what high stakes like wow well that that's what i thought the title was (laughs) what wait that's what i thought i just feel like in this merged out landscape everyone is slapping logos next to each other and shit just to like piggyback off each other's instagram followers fucking just think about why you're doing something yeah fucking just please like figure out why you do something before you like go out and put 90 logos on something <laughs> and fucking yeah like the only thing worse than collabs is merch and pop-ups so no more of that shit until people figure well, their shit out no more merch um, i no got more some merch. collab ideas let's go um well first off i just want to say 
when I think about 2018, I'm pretty excited for the Ariana Grande record. I feel like she's about to come out here and surprise people. Let's go. Body this shit. Yeah. Um, Team Grande. And, and I... And it's Arianators. I, I have not... <laughs> I, I Arianators? I have not previously enjoyed Ariana Grande, so I'm, I'm really like, this will... This, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to get on board. Um, And I think I would like to hear her maybe do something with Sway Lee, who I also feel like mm. I'm ready oh. to see Ooh. continue to blossom. Mm-hmm. Strong. Um, on, in his own He's so good. way. Yeah, one more He's so time, good. He's Naomi's <laughs> Instagram stories for a of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, you mentioned Yeji earlier. I'd actually really like to see Yeji get get picked up by one of these uh, like lucratively signed SoundCloud sure. type dudes and For employed. Sure. I think that could be some some hot shit. Please. So you know, like Ski Mask or whatever. Like call Yeji. Um, Hamza is is the Belgium Belgian Ram Riddles. I would like to see him just do it, some mm-hmm. music with Ram Riddles, <laughs> who I also like. And um, I would like to see Steve Lacey work with someone like Gunna, or like you know Steve Ooh. Lacey kind of mm-hmm. do some vibey shit with some of these vibey rappers. He's got a lot of stuff. Like he's yeah. he's in a good spot. Yeah. So those are some those are some fanfics. You know, like depressingly, I just <laughs> I guarantee we're a year year point year and a half away from Supreme's car collab. Oh. It's going to be a Range Rover, I promise. <laughs> like Oldsmobile? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then when... Um, I hope Disney finishes their buyout of Fox so we can get this X-Men Avengers movie. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> I don't think Bruh. it's going to happen. Uh, um, mine, mine is... Um, I kept thinking about, like... I was thinking about, like, directors I like and artists that I like. So what's not, like, two musical artists? But, like, I wish Spike... I wish some for some reason we can get, like, Spike Jones and SZA to sit down because Yo, I feel like her fantastic. project felt like a movie and mm. I feel like he takes worlds and creates around them. 100%. And I'm not thinking about what he did on stage with Frank Ocean. I'm thinking more, like, uh, where the wild things are. I'm thinking more, like, what he did with Kanye's short film. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about what he did with her. And I'm like... Like, I can listen to Supermod, I can listen to The Week, and I can listen to a lot of the songs in her project. Even, like, I'm not a fan of, I think it's Prom, but, like, Prom, like, that makes me feel like Spike Jones should be working with her. Maybe yep. not for music video, but, like, they should sit aside and just have conversations mm. and see what comes up. Yep. I was going to say, I want more written projects from SZA for Rihanna. Mm. I think I would want that. I would love to hear how that sounds because we've heard it on anti but i would love to hear more of it so that's what i would want i would want scissor to write more for rihanna although i would love scissor to write her own shit too <laughs> i would love it but i really 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 would like scissor to write more for rihanna that's what i would like. I also think she can't yeah. take a year off i think like i watched Ooh, SZA like, or rihanna scissor i saw like travis do every september for like three years and then this year he's off i think scissor should bounce back next year and mm. like don't take a year like no. yeah. whatever yeah. you got like let's do it again and yep. then take your time mm-hmm. ram um i'd like a year of like more um like latin trap and atlanta trap just running into each other like basically balvin and anyone i'm with um, it i'm but, with it like, Bad Bunny, I, Belvin. I want it. I just, I, I want it all. Um, um, Barack Obama and Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm, I don't know, mm-hmm. Something there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, think about it. Think yeah. about it. <laughs> think about it. Um, yeah, I also like am just like I miss I miss Kanye. And Kanye and T Pain, Kanye and T Pain reunion <laughs> in 2018. Come back, come back. I don't um, know if I want Kanye and Cuddy. I don't think it's healthy. I don't. Like, I, I don't. I don't. I don't I, know if it's. I like Cuddy on his own. I feel like the last album, I was like, "Cool, stay in that lane, like stay healthy." I don't think I want Kanye and Cuddy. 
Mm-hmm. And I, because it's like an enabler's relationship. Like, it's like I didn't think I wanted Dipset, and they came back and surprised me. But that's after like six attempts. Mm-hmm. Right. Kanye and Cudi are probably going to get on their second or third, and they'll literally explode. Right. And I, yeah. yeah like, I think I don't like know where Kanye's at. I think Cudi should stick and do what he's doing, mm-hmm. and maybe open his mind up to working with some other people. But I don't think Kanye like, and Cudi. Cool, because I mean, as a Cudi stand, I love Cudi, love him to death. You know, I wish I, I wish Cudi would have rocked with Timberland, and not to make the same tempo wow. that Timberland Woo! makes, but to take the sound that Timberland has. Spicy. Like, I feel like Timberland like sounds that. stretched out. I like work. that. And just be in conversation with these people. Don't be in conversation. Cuddy with and the Timberland. Same say it again. Yeah, like or like if you're gonna bring anybody from before, bring a meal and bring plain Pat. But don't bring. Okay. I don't think you need Kanye. I, I don't think he does. Selfishly, I, for my own reasons, I really do want that. You know I, think, what I'm I think Kanye I think profits wrong. more than Cuddy does. Ten deep mixtape. I agree. Woo! Round two. Yeah. They catch dubs. God, Let's no. go. Plain Pat. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm looking forward to that collaboration. Whatever, if it does pop up as something, but they've made amazing music before. I just think they can do other things in the time they have left, and I don't know how much that is. Time they have left. I, well, you know, with uh, the current state of affairs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who knows if we make it to 2018? Or like the time if they drop, <laughs> if a they both drop two does next year. Anything could happen. That yeah. time gets shorter. You know. Also, so like, Kanye probably doesn't have much listens from me, like now. So. I hate that that's cat. the time I have left for him. I don't have much time for Kanye anymore. God damn. I so and as I like have all the time for Kanye. Yeah. I want, but, yeah. I, but I want him to swing back shit. like the hope swung. And I want him to swing I want these guys to swing back. Like Drake, he kinda he didn't swing as hard as he could. So we're talking about all this new music this year. It's cause those other guys didn't occupy our ears this year. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Right. Next year, come back. Yeah. Are we worried that Kanye is gone? Like not that he's gone, he's but like good that he's taking time. But the thing is, he wasn't like. Please take yeah. the like, time yeah. you need. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Here's the thing: it's, like, it's nice it. when you take time by choice, not when you're forced. And so, if you're forced, it's cool. Come back, but come back like in good shape. You For know? Sure. Come back healthy. I think. Yeah. I For think sure. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think he's healthy. Yeah, come back. I think he's. Yeah. Think he's trying to get healthy right now. I'd, I'd be hurt if he came back and he and he wasn't. Then you're like, because then you, it's not even a matter of selfishly what you want from him. you. Start yep. feeling like. You know, it's like when you don't see someone and then they're not doing well, and then you see them and they're doing good. You're like, that's what that time was. If you see them and they're the same or worse, you start wondering if this is the decline that becomes who you are. That's your you're not hundred percent. In all seriousness, that's what I was talking about with attention spans. I feel like the audience is so fucked in regards to like it's gonna keep our expectations for when shit needs to come out. It's like you just don't give people the time they need to create something that's worth your attention. Or our time to even understand. We just keep plummeting and plummeting. hundred yeah. percent. So why do you guys keep going? I mean, not you guys, but why do people keep going off on Jay Electronica for taking he's, cause, cause he's his never time? Right. <laughs> for taking his time Naomi with the project. It. Like, it's coming. Right. Right. I was playing Jay like this morning and I was like, you motherfucker. Right. Like, like you are so good. So good. That but it us, maybe takes it. He needs time. That much time. I'm under the belief that if he came up next year with four records, they they'd be listenable and we'd fuck with him. But the chances are, know what you're talking about. he's right. probably never coming with records. <laughs> <laughs> he's not coming. With, that's why I don't want to talk about. Him. I'm upset. It makes me Naomi so went home. Bad. I'm upset because, because a debut box set because <laughs> 20 hours. <laughs> no, you know what the worst the part cute, is? The Criterion Collection. <laughs> the worst part about it is that. He's not going to come up with anything. Right. That's you don't know that. You don't know that. I do. Gianni, Phil, Jinx, Naomi, Rember, thank you guys so much for coming through. If there's if there's a world next year, we'll do it again next Congrats year. on this show. Still existing and being oh. good. Thank you. <laughs> happy, yeah. happy Hanukkah, guys. Yeah, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> no, no, that's a good thing. Like, people have podcasts and they just don't exist for a long time. This is great.
What is this, like the 800th episode? Yeah. Happy 800th, Ram. Yeah. Beg fucking pardon. Um, I would like to say, um, this will be the Rem year. cheese. This will be the year that Assad learns to speak, and we want to get him on the podcast. So that's my dream Let's collaboration. Go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of tired of size is that just me <laughs> all right let's end it here thanks everyone for listening to day two of the 12 days of podcast jeff if people want to find out more about you and me we are it's the real if people want to find out more about this podcast that they're going to hear every day for the next 10 days after this if people want to know what the hell we have been up to lately where can they go you can just ask us the only thing we've been doing is podcasting <laughs> so we answered all your questions why not some more yeah all right so online you can find us at soundcloud.com slash a waste of time you can also go on itunes and search for a waste of time with it's the real i-t-s-t-h-e-r-e-a-l no apostrophes no spaces we are also on Instagram at It's The Real, Facebook at It's The Real, Twitter at It's The Real. If you want to find us on Snapchat, we are It's It's The Real, even though, honestly, no one uses that. No, the only Snapchat's time we, over. The only time we talk about it is on here. Yo, go, just, here's the thing. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram's where we're at. Fuck Snapchat. It's The Real. We're verified. Go follow us on Instagram. If you want to gift us Snapchat stocks, <laughs> we are, uh, we will take them. Do we have a Bitcoin account? Is that, is that... I fucking hate the Bitcoin conversation. Litecoin? What is this new thing? I don't know. I'm so lost. Yeah. The fact is, it won't be here in 2018, and neither will we. Anyway, (laughs) you can also find us, all of our music on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon. Jeff, one of our songs on Spotify is almost up to 500,000 plays. That's Sugar High with us featuring Currency and Smoke Dizza. It is a jam. You guys will dig it. Pass it along. Let's get past that 500,000 mark. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to be crazy when it happens, and then we'll put up a screenshot and people will... Uh, not on Snapchat, only on Instagram. Right. Uh, also, you can probably find us on Twitch. It's the real, it's the real. We haven't used it yet. No. But it's there. We. Uh, you know what? Great. <laughs> Jeff, you know this podcast is not going anywhere unless we tell our friends, family, and fans to spread the word. Who, Jeff, would you like to tell right now? I want to tell Tragic Johnson on Twitter. Good name. Who says... So I went in on Donatello. The, on the, the Ninja Q&A. Turtle. Yeah, and I said that he was the wackiest one. And I stand by that. Okay. I think that he was, like, the guy who would probably say, like, rules are radical. <laughs> like, he's a He's a, he's a herb. He's a herb. And so Tragic Johnson said, y'all sleep. He was about the stick talk from way back. And that is true. That, that is, is technically true. That is a true response. So shout out to Tragic Johnson. I want to shout out Jeff Pishgates, who I was on Instagram live last night, just updating the people on where we're at, telling them that the new episode of the podcast was up and they should check it out. And this dude, Fish Gates, jumped in and was dope on IG Live. And then he left us a message today on Instagram. And I want to read it right now. He said, big fan of your podcast. I found out about it by listening to the legendary Rockefeller episode you did. Since then, I haven't missed an episode. And I also went back and listened to damn near every episode from the past. You guys have great guests, good interviews, and you guys are funny as fuck and undoubtedly have the best intros of all time. Kanye voice, he said. Keep up the excellent work. Hashtag salute. Hashtag teddy bear fresh. And then he said, I'm late to the It's The Real train because I used to hate on you dudes because I used to make music and my crew was named Be More Real. And his catchphrase was It's The Real. So when he heard about us, he said, I was like, these dudes are stealing my shit. Crying face, crying face, crying face. Nevertheless, 
the Rockefeller episode made him a fan and a believer. Guys, please support Be More Real. All their music is probably streaming somewhere. As always, guys, not for real, for real. Sure, sure. We'll see you guys tomorrow. This episode of the 12 Days of Podcasts has been sponsored by the good people of Def Jam, who tomorrow are dropping Jeezy's Pressure on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, and on JeezyShop.com. Go listen to the bop that is The Life, featuring WizKid and Trey songs produced by Cardiac. Jeezy always gets the best out of his features, and we get the best out of these 12 Days of Podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We've got Upscale Vandal on our podcast.